Hey, this is Justin. This is Adrian. And you're listening to For, For the, the Culture, Culture Podcast. Podcast. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Yes, did y'all get into our Signet ass intro? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was twerking a little bit because I don't have no drawers on. Oh my god. I wasn't supposed to say that online. Oh my god. But um, it's been an interesting week. Uh, we're just recovering from uh, a, a sickening ass insecure finale. Oh my god. It, it was a hella what? Hella. Perspective or disrespectful? I think the. The, the, the disrespectful ass dinner was um hella di- <laughs> that, that that dinner was disrespectful. She was. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know what? We want to know before we get into AC Court. You want to know what was disrespectful? Also, Miss Irma coming for my wig. Oh my gosh! It's been a it's been a traumatic. <laughs> she's been on the way. She's been that bitch ran out of gas. She did. She said, "Okay, girl. Okay. Shout out to everybody." I wonder what made her um like. Slow down because, like, she was really big. She reminded me of, like, a grinder or jack situation. Oh, my God. Where you just expect this big, big thing. Like, we did lose some, like, there were, you know, losses of life in the Caribbean. Yeah, and, that's the trash part. Yeah, of that's the, the trash. And, and these um, people are going to take, like, years, years to, to rebuild recover. it. Especially since they, you know, a lot of them are struggling with infrastructure already as mm-hmm. it is. So it's. That's the trash part of it. Like we, like the big developed countries mm-hmm. are are the ones contributing to our mm-hmm. trash environment the most, mm-hmm. and the ones who don't have as much infrastructure are the ones who suffer the most, and that's really trash. But you got your ass out of there. I sure did. Yeah. Miss, I saw Miss Irma was coming from Florida. I said, "Girl, not on my watch." So did they say? Did your did your power go out eventually? Or did I'm it? not sure if it went out, but the girl said it's on right now. So I don't know. That, no. Like, by the time somebody, it came to Tallahassee, I think it might have been a one or something like that. Okay. Well, what's name did was um, somebody that's in Tallahassee said they power was out, so. Yeah. I don't I was, think he stays that far from you, so I wonder. Yeah. It um, was it was really annoying, but Miss Irma came for my wig. <laughs> she I came said, okay. for Atlanta's wig, too. Um, there's, like, a lot, of, I think, I can, I don't know the percentages, but there's a lot of people in Atlanta that were, were out with power. Um, yeah, uh, like Miss Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> my God, our girl, our good Judy, her power was out. Um, but I flickered a little bit, mine flickered a little bit, and I had to check, because I know I wrote a bad check for, um, <laughs> for the light bill, so I wasn't sure yeah. if it was, like, them playing, like, you know, doing intermission. Yeah, like, like, you're, like, <laughs> turning off, like, boom, 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 okay, girl, okay. We can take shout out to everybody. We know it ain't nothing but two cent in there, <clears throat> um, so you need to get it together. But, yeah. other than that, Irma didn't, she didn't derail our plans. She didn't, because she if didn't. she, I knew you was about to light that candle. Yes, but, but she didn't we were really. Doing K. Michelle. Oh we gonna light some candles. Very special. Uh, what was she saying? History, history. That's it, what is it? She said history. Uh, something. Some part of that. She was saying history. So as we like, we're we're sitting down and we're talking about the weekend. Of course, y'all know Apple is unveiling the um, iPhone eight. We have our uh, we have a live feed playing right now. Yeah, we are looking at it. We're looking at it, but it doesn't seem right now, from what I'm seeing, that it's nothing too sickening. It's nothing like crazy, which which I'm thankful for because the way my coins are aligned okay. right now, I'm Listen. not sure if my spirit would be able to reach out and touch an iPhone eight at this moment in time. But I think she had what she what we're seeing right now. It seems like she's doing a 3D um, like to unlock your phone. Oh, I don't like know a, if that's like what it face? is. Yeah, that's what it's face looking like right now. Face yeah, it looks like it's a face recognition. But I'm trying to see how people like Nene and um, Tamar oh my God. Braxton. Oh my, God. oh, my God. Like, or who people who do a hell of a lot of surgery. Or makeup. 
Yeah, because <laughs> they be contouring the fuck out of their um, faces and stuff. But I wonder, like, is she gonna say she gonna shake? You know how you yeah, you be like, girl, no man, shaking the table. Listen, but other than this weekend was really, um, it was really relaxed. Yeah, it was that. relaxed. We really we didn't do we couldn't do anything. People were having power outs, like yeah, and there were trees and stuff down. Me and Adrian went and bought a sickening salmon. Listen to me, <laughs> and let me tell you something about coming to Justin House. Okay, <laughs> I can't cook. But I know Justin will be able to give me what I need. He over there seasoned that salmon. We had a big bit. And um, he gave us a discount, didn't he? He did, because I thought it was like 32 at first. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being like 25 Kroger. So it was cute. Yeah. I didn't have the like the regular stuff that I used to um, season. It's like a little um, leaves and stuff. I can't think. It's like tarragon or something. And I, and I got the recipe off of um, something. I can't remember the name of it. But I put I don't know the name of shit to be honest. <laughs> and I put it on there and I bit, and I didn't have any lemons too. But we did the best we could. Uh, it tastes good. Okay, he got on top and he did it with a little he could. Little, he could. <laughs> Cersei <laughs> Lannister tea. Okay, and we just made it happen. So we've been eating on it. It was like a whole for like a whole big. It was one. big. It was it, big. It felt and like it's a whole gone tray. now. It's on like it's like a little piece. We're gonna see who we're gonna have to probably split it in half. Yeah, because it was good. Yeah, it was good. So. <laughs> We just made that happen, and then we uh, I cooked some salmon um, patties the other day. Yeah, which I also ate. Yeah, and I I, I think I burnt the last two of them hoes, but cause I, I and she was bad. She was still bad. No, she wasn't bad. I just been making them real thick, mm-hmm. and I and when they put it in my mouth, I said, oh, "Fuck, you're thick." <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too thick, but um, it was it was good. I eat mine with syrup. Biscuits. Okay. Some people do grits. I like rice. I like yellow rice. I do like rice too. I do like the yellow rice. It's it, it seasoned up real good and, and yeah. it, it tastes really good. Yeah. So that's what I've been eating since when Irma was blowing um the roof she down was. like um she thought she was a big bad She was a girl, Miss Irma, she was big as fuck. She they big fucker. She big Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they said she was like four hundred miles wide. She was. Girl. She was thick as <laughs> Irma. Yeah. It's one thick bitch. Let me see the She's stupid as hell. <laughs> but um, yeah, Miss Irma, girl. As soon as she hit the land, she said, "Okay, girl, I'm out." Shout out to everybody. And I'm, she I'm, dissipated like real quick. She but said, it's like cold as fuck here. Yeah, I mean, I had to turn the heat on yesterday. She dragging all that cold ass rain and shit. She on is the, changing the atmosphere on our ass. Okay, I, okay, I, girly. I was not a fan of it. Not a fan of. It. I don't like turning on my um heat, and I don't like turning on the air either. But um, other than that, we came off a sickening. Um, my weekend was like relaxed, but we came off of like a sickening like weekend of. Insecure being forty five minutes. Yes, normally thirty. Yes, but they gave us and 45. honestly, it didn't feel like I, it was forty five minutes. It felt like it was twenty. Yeah, I, I don't think people understand. Like insecure be hitting us with so many. As soon as they, like, as soon as they came on, we were talking about gentrification. Like it, you were hit with mm-hmm. real shit, like shit that we face in society. Mm-hmm. Like real soon, top is real. okay. As soon as she, as soon as it came on the screen, mm-hmm. we had um, like I said in my video, well, she said, I would. What she's oh yeah she said instead of what is it Inglewood Inglewood it's Iwood okay that's where C dot C is from shout out to her oh shit I thought I saw her tweet you yesterday what was she talking about she had tweeted you and said something I don't I don't remember that but I know C dot C was talking about my um my recent video about PewDiePie I think oh yeah because <laughs> all the YouTubers are pressed they about are including gonna, including me okay but we're gonna say that for later honey because sure we got something for, in store for her because Miss PewDiePie. She is the reason why 
A lot of us are asking for payment arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But Peter Pie, she's, she's trash. trash. But we're going to get on that later. We but, are. But Insecure, I liked how they split it. I feel like a lot of people might not have liked it. But I like the how 30 they day split, thing? Yeah, I liked how they split that up. Like how you didn't, I didn't see too many people complaining about that. Oh. You had saw some folks complain about I was, it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe people couldn't keep up with it, but I liked how um, <laughs> was that shade to the people who can't keep up with it. <laughs> Shay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I liked how she split it up because you didn't know why Issa was calling and then you had to wait and figure it out. Like, okay, girl, why did she call his ass in the middle of the car ride? Mm-hmm. When, uh, a perno? What you call her? A porno. <laughs> a partner. Uh, that's how she is a partner. Am oh. I crying? <laughs> And I already told y'all that Lawrence is interested in every woman that's beautiful that is non-black. That is so sad because that's actually <laughs> true. I feel like Lawrence is on a very, like, he's on a self-discovery type of journey type of shit. Child, she is on the self-ego-serving uh, journey because her ego has taken a big-ass mm, hit. I didn't think about by, that. By, like, a strong black woman who was down for her for years. But then she was just like, girl, I can't take this shit. No like he said, and she said, what, what's the problem? Remember that part when he said, what's the problem? She said, maybe I don't want to, you know, sit here. Like, I can, I, I can understand. I, I think personally, maybe because it's my personality, I relate more with Issa. I know you do because Issa wanted to go out. I want to go out and, and do I'm shit. Lawrence, bitch. <laughs> no, like, you are. <laughs> I think you're you're more Luke. like reserved when it comes to certain things, but you're still ambitious. Yeah, that's the difference. But Lawrence was like, he just had focused on this app. Yeah, <laughs> a partner told him when they listen to the girl, they didn't give a damn about your app. They didn't ask any questions. They asked about your sneakers, bitch. That's what I'm saying. They asked about your sneakers, and, and he couldn't. He want he want to take that shit. I was like, girl. I, I said my video, I was like, white people, girl? White business people? Or business people in general? Okay. They serious about their money. And so if you're presenting them like a, a platform or some mm-hmm. shit, they're going to ask questions. They're going to ask questions. It was a lot of whiteness going on insecure too, because uh, um, from, you know, East, you know, Issa apologized to Frida for the situation at the school with the vice principal, vice principal Gaines, mm-hmm. um, not including the Latino and Latinas community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Frida was like, had been telling her, like, girl, this is trash. So, Issa said, girl, this is what I came up with. And Frida said she had the same idea. But, girl, Principal Skinner, that's what I'm going to call the woman, she said, oh she said, uh, she said, you know, this is cute for you involved on the weekend. And she said, I don't know what she did it for the Latino community. She was like, Ur? she said, girl, what? You just did. She said, are you having segregated me? <laughs> but, girl, she did have a point. Like, honestly, both it was both of their like ideas. Even was, when you noticed it, I didn't see it. Yeah, both of their ideas, it was both of their ideas, so I think it was mature for Issa to say, well, girl, I fucked up, so let me just take the blame. Yes. And, and let Frida do that. That was, that was, I think that was mature of Issa to do. But I think that if I was solving the situation, I kind of probably would have done what Issa did. Like, girl, I'm going to have it. If you're not going to pay attention to these Latino kids, Latino kids, like, I'm going to make sure that I have weekend sessions for them. And she just, she didn't think about what, like, lawsuits and stuff like that. I would never have... That would not have crossed. But my see, mind. and then she did not put it in the notes. That's the thing. Oh, bitch, that ate her up. She they, said, I didn't see the notes about that. And them white people, they go straight to their notes. Straight to the report. They are they are by the book. <laughs> and the book was probably written by us. So they said, you know, girl, we had to follow this shit. You're not doing it right. So 
she there were no notations about the incident, so she said, "Girl, you have nothing to support your claim." And she that's why I say you got to always have a paper trail. Yes, as, as annoying as monotonous mm-hmm. as trash as it can be to write shit down all the time, you got to have a paper trail. You have to have it. It's important. She didn't have it at all. She she had no backup, no nothing. So it's like now you're on the line because you didn't put any of that shit in the report. Like if she had put in like Vice Principal Gaines is trash to let you know. Yes, <laughs> like it would have. It would like okay, girl. This is why she did it. Okay, but um, I'm glad that Kelly dragged her. And said, "Bitch, you can't afford this." Oh my goodness! But Issa, um, there were a lot of stuff. I love the thick boys matter. Um, oh yes, I yes, did. that was. A I good... was not expecting that because let's be honest, there are very. It's unlikely. I don't even think the only sex scene I've seen with a, a thicker girl, uh, on TV so far had was been has been um Gabrielle Sibley. When she did on um, um, on Empire, um, when yeah, she yeah, was yeah, talking yeah. to the, the slim guy, and also what I mean, this is this insecure, mm-hmm. but it's Kelly too. I like that they gave her yes, like girl instead of just being a loud girl, yeah. and telling the joke. She is funny. She fuck. is funny. She is naturally funny, not like some of the other folks y'all be saying a funny girl. Ooh, bloop. Because <laughs> listen, honey, I was talking about that the other day about somebody who they say is very funny, new comedian. And I just don't think they're funny. And also, we I feel like we take life and we twist it and we make it funny. Yes. So it's like you're gonna have to be real clever to impress me. That, that, and I try and it's not me being shady. It's shady. It's just I girl, it's like booty hole jokes ain't funny to me. Somebody farting is not funny to me. When you're able to make me think and be like, oh bitch, that's yeah, what she said. That's why I like shady I'm, so much. I am cackling. I'm like cackling. But if it's just something like a joke with a, a penis being big and or that's my arm. Like my I armpit just, fucking farts and I shit. I think some of y'all already know what I'm shading. Oh my God. But I, I'm like happy for the success. But it's just like, I like real comedy. And my, well, my comedy, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. For me, for Justin's comedy, is something that makes me think. I've always, that's why I've kind of gravitated towards some type of white comedians. Because mm-hmm. like shit like that is said on um, Will and Grace. It's like shady, but it's like talking about current events and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's real life. Real problems, real men. Okay, shout out to Tom Joyner, okay? <laughs> y'all know about um, y'all know about Tom Joyner. It's your world. That's before you don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, you didn't listen to Fly Jock? Huh? I wrote a whole um, a biography. Well, not a biography, bitch. I'm not that bitch. Uh, <laughs> but I did a book report or something or something on um, Tom Joyner because he's... He's a sickening ass uh, radio um, person. Like he does a lot of he done a lot for the black community. I feel so sheltered. That's okay. <laughs> so, bitch, y'all know y'all y'all remember that. I'm pretty sure that y'all go off in the comments, okay, and tell me how y'all feel about the fly jock and it's so it's your world and all that type of stuff. But, um, like we were saying, insecure was sickening. I loved it. She, I was, mean, and uh, there was this other thing really quickly about lighting. I think you, wa- mm-hmm. you were. I think I heard you watching. I think it. was it Ava that, that was talking about that the woman. The the, the the I think she's a cinematographer or the director of photography. And I, I can't. I can, and I'm so trash for not knowing this because I I think she is the person that like works with um, uh, Queen Sugar. Okay. Okay. I think she's that like would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. Executive producer of Queen Sugar. But she was just talking about the fact that since white people were the standard, mm-hmm. um, who the white supremacist just has? It's just everywhere. everywhere. From porn to TV, like it's everywhere. So you have no, we have no nothing to. We've already tested this. So if this is the standard, like this applies to everybody. So even if you know, oh, we've not experienced what black skin looks like. That even when you know, 
to talk about where you some black people hands don't work when we use on the hand. on the soap um, dispenser automatic soap dispensers yes. and shit like that. Yeah, they were the standard, so it's just like, girl, they didn't feel the need to learn how to. Because mm-hmm, it's not important. It's not important to them. And so now, and that's why I think It's not that, made for them. Right. It's not made for you. And that's why I think that black creatives are so genius and so... Important. Talented, because not only are they rising in a white-dominated you know, industry, but they also, they have to learn the rules. Oh, like starting from scratch. They have to start to start from scratch. They have to make the rules, not learn the rules. They have to make the rules. They have to make everything. And I didn't even think about anything like that. But someone who I know who's in cinematography, you know, said, yeah, it is important. And our girl B even said that. She's, what did she say? She said, you can't put blue lights on. You can't on, put blue lights on black girls. Which is very important because <laughs> shit do look stupid. But the lighting in Insecure is sickening. Yes, it is. It, it looks it looks, it looks, looks good. Like Even when they're in the club. Yeah, because it, sometimes in the club, it's... <laughs> Just, see, <laughs> Come just on, see darkness and stuff like that. It's just like, no, girl, put some, put some definition in this shit. Let me tell a story. Yeah, and they were talking about how they use different um, type of lenses and how they tell the makeup artist to put something on their face to mm-hmm. make it reflective of light. Yeah. I was like, yes, I love it. Yeah, that's I love it. But um, we got to get back on Molly. <laughs> Molly fucked the it's, shit out of my guy Quint. Saw- she fucked the shit out of my guy, Quinn, when she rolled his dick. Now, y'all did do it for the thick boys, but y'all had the thick boy fucking in the shirt. And they were being shaded with that shit. Are they being... You think they're being shaded? Well, not really. They are just... Um, I would like to see... Quinn, actually, when they... This epi- that episode, he actually looked really good. I knew them hoes were going to do iPhone X. I knew it. Oh, it's iPhone X. Yes. Sorry, y'all. We taking this. Yes. You, we, we, already, attention. we already told you all that we have the live stream yes. in front of us. And I, I knew girl, they were not calling the iPhone 8. The I was like, girl, 8, that I shit think looks they horrible. Might be, I think they might be offering iPhone 8 and as the, iPhone um, X, like the whole S type okay, thing that you did before. It's the affordable phone. Yeah. Okay. Girl, maybe that's what I might be okay. getting, Because I was like, bitch, that shit, look, they didn't look like they care. But, the, okay, this is the iPhone, iPhone X. X. She's completely Ooh, she glad. looks sickening. She do, bitch. I was not impressed. They knew that. Best. They knew that shit. But, um, girl, child, you see how we just ratchet. A ratchet-ass podcast to, <laughs> to y'all, okay? Y'all already know what for it is. Culture, okay? For the culture, okay? For the culture. Okay, so. But, yeah, Miss Quentin, and, and also, I, I I don't know if Molly is hopeless right now. I don't know what's going on. Dumb I tried to fuck. I tried to tell her. I know Dro is fitting those, um, what is it, standards of what it means to be fine as fuck. But girl. But girl, they be dragging him and say he look like Groot off of um, oh Space God. Jam. Oh I don't know what's the name. Oh of my it. god. It's not Groot. Groot is actually from my one of my favorite um, Oh, movies. the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the Guardians that of the shit Galaxy. That's so good. I love it, but, um, but I know who you're talking about. It's the one who <laughs> like, the big ass he look like Doctor <laughs> He look like Dr. Draken. He look like a purple Frankenstein. Oh my God. But he's tall, he's light skinned, <laughs> he has straight hair. No uh, God. I, I don't think I love about him is his voice. He's suave. I like, I think he's fine as fuck. I think his stroke needs some improvement. I think he's trying to be. But he ain't got no ass, so you really can't tell. You can see it contracting and shit where he just. It was, but she was just. She was like, ah, Molly, girl. Molly, but you you know the um the woman who plays Molly, um what's it, Yvonne Origi? Yeah. She's actually a virgin in real life. Oh, yeah, she was talking so about So, I'm that. like, how she know how to ride dick and she a virgin? Girl, She's a good ass actress. I mean, you just watch point. Just because you a virgin don't mean you don't masturbate. Bloop. Okay, uh, Yvonne, girl, what's the tea? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wanted that she masturbate, but there was a whole thing on Twitter about like her and why was she following those type of standards and stuff. Like why is she doing? She thinks she she said she was doing to saving herself for marriage. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand like when you do that, like you do what you want to do. That's the you whole give point. people a choice. Like you can't say no. Every woman needs to be saving herself for marriage, right? But, but if she, my she, if, if she Yvonne chose, wants to save herself for marriage, she, that's she, what she's going to do. And I have no problem with that, right? I think, and that's one of my favorite movies. Um, Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. played by and Julia Roberts. That's one of my favorite movies. She was trying to teach, like, she was teaching, like, feminism to, like, these white women. Because mm-hmm. all of them were going to this prestigious college, and then they did not want... You've probably seen that. No, you, I think it was it's, you who told me It was it. so sick, and she was teaching them, like, that, you know, y'all going to school, getting nice education, but y'all going to just be y'all husbands, like, wives, and that's it. Like, you said, look at all the pictures of women just in the, in, you know, the household just cooking, and this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But a PhD... You run. <laughs> what are you using at school to how to cook turkey properly in twenty minutes? Oh my god! So, um, but there was one woman that wanted to just marry her, her husband and have kids, and that's just it. And Julia Roberts' character didn't understand, understand why why you would want to do. But that. this is what she wanted to do. And but I, the whole point of like like the women's movement is to say, girl, you have a choice. It's not like, girl, you're supposed to be in the house, but girl, mm-hmm. if you want to be in the house, you can be in the house. And if you change your mind and you want to go into the work fi- workforce and, and slay the girls, you can. Okay. Or you, if you want to go from the workforce back into the motherfucking house, you can do what you want to do. It's and your that's choice. The, that's the whole point. It's just to have a choice of the matter. So, but Molly's choice needs to be find out what the fuck she wants, honestly, and stop bullshitting. Because Dro cannot give her he, what she and wants. And she, she's not, her brain is not, she's not she's mentally. She's not set up for that. The big-breasted therapist with the big <laughs> look. Oh, you was about to say white <laughs> Jesus in the background. but Oh, I didn't say it, but you, you didn't knew. that shit. Yeah, she did have white Jesus background, but that's the other point. But she, but the big breasted therapist just did tell her, like, you want, she said something about should. You keep using should, and she, but just and, enjoy and the, the could. Right, and the therapist was dragging shit on me, too, because that's how <laughs> I think. Like, this is not how it's supposed like, to this be. This is not how it's supposed to be. I worked hard for this, yeah. and I should have this, and I should be with this person, girl. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you do. And you just learn. Or sometimes you you have this, not even lose. I think that's not a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes now things you, change. Sometimes things change or sometimes the idea that you have of mm-hmm. what this should be like, it's just not accurate. Yeah. And that goes to everything, um, even um, my life period. Not to get off subject, but I thought that I was going to be a police officer, you know, work my way up to be a, like a mm. detective and something. And things changed. You army boy, ain't it? Yeah, I was, <laughs> like that's what that was the whole thing. I want to be a like a little politician, local, like do counseling, mm-hmm. be a uh, council member or something. But I mean, you slick are. Try, I try it's just to be, a different form. It's just a different form, but it, like it's, things change. So Molly does not know what she wants, and it's so complicated because even when she don't know, she's following like I'm gonna be with Drew. And I told people that I felt like the popcorn that she gave, she got from Quentin, and she gave to Dro was what she wanted. Dro, like, Quentin has what she wants in a man, but she doesn't want to be with him because she doesn't think that's what she's supposed to have. And then her friends would probably drag her, like, a little bit. You know, sometimes friends do be shady, like, girl, you attracted to him? Like that's that's the trash friend though. Like you need to gather. You need to yeah. You need to drag your friends or get new ones because, as I told Justin, I'm like, girl. I, I mean, dude, I want to know that my friends are being treated correctly mm-hmm. and they're happy and, you know... Happy and fu- you know it and you... <laughs> okay. And they're fulfilled. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the shit. Yes. As long as he's not hurting you and as long as you can see yourself and it's working and it's logical, 
That's it. And I can speak to that because he told me about this guy. Um, his I'm gonna say his name. Draw. Oh, he's so trash. I'm gonna say his name. Say his name. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, but oh that was his guy. I was talking about and talking to, and um, we had very good communication. Very good communication. Georgia conversations and everything. But he's a like a coon, and he just bleeds the world revolves around him. And I just like having a conversation with him when we get into arguments. And Adrian would listen to it. He was like, girl, she, I don't like her. Like, he's this super brain. And he just thinks he knows everything. And he talks, like, condescending. And he doesn't think he does it. And um, Adrian said, girl, she's trash. But he was so cute, though. Yeah. But he's and trash. That's what, that's what uh, Molly thought about Dro, too. And yeah, he's trash. He's, he's cute. He's cute. But fucked her on the sink. And left her ass. And, and said, girl, walk out. <laughs> walk out. After right. I walk out. He could have been at least said, girl, I'm going to let you walk out first. Then I'm going to walk out. That's oh I didn't even think about yeah, that shit. Yeah, like like you like know. girl, I'll be the one looking stupid, but you go first. No, nope, he's trash, and we still don't know. The jury is still out on if Miss Girl even Ms. knows. Candace knows, right? If Candace even knows that this is an open marriage, even <laughs> like girl, I don't think Candace would have been okay. Even if the it was an open marriage, like I don't think she would have been that comfortable, like right next to Molly mm-hmm. if she knew In what was situation. going on. Yeah, that that was trash. Funny. Molly, get your shit together. Yes. Um, who else needs to get their shit together? Look at Molly. Look, uh, look at Issa. <laughs> oh, and also I wanted to comment about Molly's, uh, what you call it? Her her work life really quickly. Oh, Girl, yeah. they gave her a participation <laughs> award. <laughs> they gave her a gold star like she was oh, in kindergarten. Oh, bitch. bitch. They said, girl. Girl, no, man. They gave her a, a golden rose. A golden rose growing strong. They gave it to her. And they was like, girl, here you go. They was like, we know you've been interviewing with other companies. She just smiled the big-ass white teeth. Girl. And the white people did not care about this shit. They was like, okay, girl, we want to just let you know that you are their girl. But at the end of the day, you are our girl. Like, But you can stay but at you can, our law firm. Girl, like. fuck that. And that's why um, I encourage people to pay people for their talent. Mm-hmm. And, and Justin and I always talk about that. Uh, yes. Pay people for, for their talent. Like, girl, support is cute. <laughs> I like what you do. Gold star, cute type. Okay. But pay someone. Support them. Support yes. them. That's even And that's even um, the person who helped us create this sickening-ass beat for our intro. Yes, God. Joshua Smart. Um, I'm going to share some information about how you can... Um, Contact if you need some stuff. He's very talented. Very. very as soon as I heard, I was like, "Girl, yeah." Yes. As soon as we heard, Adrian got up and started twerking. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, this is the song." Because I listened to it with my headphones, and then I said, "Okay, Adrian gonna like it." So I played it. He's the uh, twerker. I said, "Yeah, this is the it. this, this is, is the shit." It. But it was more tracks to play. Yeah, so. and he was, and we listened to all of them, and he knows his shit. He, he knows does. What he's doing. And he was on it. So we talked to him that day and had a track the same day. And, and that's was, what I mean by yes, business. Yes, and like, he was like, Justin, because um, I had called him the other day, but he was like, you know, some stuff was going on. But he reached back to me, and, you know, he said, Justin, I know you, you you know, you're sickening. Like, I'm just going to give you the trick. I said, no, we're going to do this the professional way. Like, we're just, we're going to pay you for your services. Like, we're going to do that. And but, I encourage you all to do the same because um, a lot of times creatives have it more difficult just because it's a non-tradition t- route. It's a non-traditional type of career. And it can be more difficult, especially when you're starting up. So I would encourage you, if there's something that you like, is there even a painter, whatever, pay them. Pay them for their work. Mm-hmm. Pay them. Like, it's important. So Molly, and she interviewed with the black law firm, and... And it seemed like it was going really they were, well. They said, we like that you're from the area. Uh, and I honestly believe sometimes that I am Molly, because, like, I, well, I want what Molly has. Mm-hmm. 
But everything you can't look through your eyes and try to see somebody else's life. Yeah, it's never gonna work. Because to me, Molly is sickening. She got a sickening ass apartment. She got a sickening job. She got or you said the it was condo a, bitch. The condo. That's what you said was a, a condo. Sickening ass Audi. She like she's living the life that I want. But she's her relationships are trash. She don't know what the fuck she wants. And a lot of times, all the shit that she has, it doesn't even mean shit if she's unhappy. Yes. So Molly's so complicated. That's why I have to stay on her ass. But look at Issa. Issa, um, you know, she's trying oh. to move. She can't, you know. And that conversation. She's on the Broken Homeless Tour. Oh, bitch, you did bitch, say she I, was on the Broken she, Homeless Tour. She's on the Broken Homeless Tour. Girl, I know exactly how that is. She like rent going up. You know, her fine-ass brother. Gentrification teacher. Like, she's supposed to be moving to her fine I think her brother's name is Devin. I'm is not name? sure, but I just know he be snapping at her ass. He do. Bitch, he said, <laughs> Your time is up, bitch. <laughs> he said, bitch, you got to put a muscle on Kelly. You can't have company. Oh, bitch, you can't have company. That's, That's so, so funny that Kelly and um, her brother don't mesh because I can see that happening in real life because they both have such strong personalities. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she said, what's wrong with you, niggas? Okay. Niggas. I, like, I also like that, he, that Issa gave her gay brother a full personality. Yes. A full per. Yes, he, he can clean out when he wants to, but he can also um, interact with people on their level as well. Like, he ain't, he's not one dimensional. And that's how a lot of the times we be, um, we portrayed, be portrayed in TV. in TV, like we're just one dimensional all the time. Like, now, the only question that I do have is um, is homegirl, is she gay in real life? I would like to know. Because, uh, girl, if y'all got a straight character playing a gay character, I'm be ready to box. So, bitch, <laughs> we need jobs too, bitch. Uh, we need them. Uh, but, you know, Issa, uh, Issa Ray, we're definitely uh, at, here at For the Culture Podcast. We are definitely interested in sure being, being a bartender or something. Like, yes, Instagram ma'am. is the shit. Um, awkward black girl, everything. Um, and congrats to you for being on um, Cover Girl. Oh, she's yeah, She's the yeah, face yeah, of Cover Girl yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So she said it, she would never imagine. And she's been on YouTube for a minute. She was on a twin bed writing shit. That is like, so it's just amazing. That's so amazing. But you can tell when people are meant to do something, girl. You can tell, and they just, their passion for it, it, it shows. And, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that it will always pay off. Like, I'm not, a, a, like, this crazy-ass optimist. <laughs> but I just think that even if it doesn't pay off monetarily, at least you will be fulfilled doing something that you're passionate about. Even if it's on the side, or at least a mm. startup or something. Yeah. You'll be fulfilled, and you'll you'll inspire other people. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. and she's an inspiration to us all. But um, Issa, girl, your character on um, Insecure, well, girl, we're going to have to talk about it. We're going to uh, have to drag it a little bit. Uh, because she was doing all this, you know, she had a couple, you know, she had the little dream sequence with Lawrence. She invited Lawrence over to come get the, the bouch. The bouch. <laughs> the bouch. He, he came to get the bouch. And um, as, as soon as he came in, like, you know, well, he was already there. She yeah, came was, in. She came in and she told, like, girl, you can come from X time to X time. And he, he waited for her to come. Damn. So I wonder did he get the couch? Did he get ever get the couch? I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's not important. It's it not it important. honestly wasn't. But they had a real life conversation about their relationship, and they apologized. And both sides, both I said both sides. I feel like Donald Trump. <laughs> both people. Both sides. Both were wrong. sides. <laughs> both sides. Girl, oh my gosh, I can't wait to drag. But both sides, both people accepted their role in the mess that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Lawrence was just like, girl, I fucked up. Like, I could have been better. I could have been better for not only for you, but for my goddamn self. Most definitely. And Lawrence, and Issa was just like, girl, that affected me so much that I felt the need to do what I did. And what was that? What was she feeling the need to do? Cheat. Ah. 
He was sitting on her couch for two years, my nigga. 365 days times two. Two years? K.O. Ken. Like, I wouldn't even be pressed if I saw you, like, actually putting in effort. I wouldn't even be pressed about that shit. Man, he had got comfortable. He got and complacent. complacent. And that's when I'm sorry. Okay. Complacency can kill you, especially. Ooh. Kill a career, too. Jesus. Mm, that's All right. why we have some of your faves out here singing like they, well, singing is a loose <laughs> motherfucking term to you. All right. <laughs> but uh, Issa went from dragging her boyfriend from being on the couch to being on Daniel's couch. You told me that shit and I almost got <laughs> Damn it, now she the one on the couch. Oh, girl, the universe is shady. <laughs> That's so goddamn shady. She was in there. Bitch, bit. you think they go, you, you think Issa really finna just stay on, on Daniel's couch with his fucking fine ass walking around the fucking apartment? Oh, uh, yeah. He told her, said, he said, I'm sticking on the couch. He said, I know. Yeah, I, know. I don't. Th- I don't think that's gonna last for long. They're gonna be fucking in two weeks. And uh, how do we feel about Lawrence being on se- like season three? I don't want his ass. I'm on there. not. I, I don't Lawrence... want his character on there. I feel like Issa. This is a new chapter in Issa's life. Like Lawrence is like. Let's move on. Lawrence has done his stuff. Like I just not interested in Lawrence. I wasn't interested in Lawrence's storyline <laughs> for the thirty days. For, right. Right. I, I wasn't interested in that. And shit, he so. said it fucking. Not only is he interested in every woman, but you know, black women. He's interested in women at his job. Like, how you go from, like, I don't know what it is with Lawrence and choosing these. I don't know what it is, but it's just strange. Lawrence is a, he's, And then come to find out, partner has an ex that works at her job, too. And that's why his ass was jealous. Bitch, that's why he said he getting out the car on her <laughs> ass. She said, girl. She, she said, said, girl, just walk car. me down. Just get me out this Just bitch. get me out. Get me out this country. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> but Insecure um, season finale. Some people didn't like it. They wanted more. I think they wanted that Tasha and Lawrence screwing type of season finale. But it's just like, girl. It doesn't happen like that all the time. It don't work like that all the time. And we don't need a dumb ass made up season finale just for it to be a cliffhanger. That's true. We don't need that. Like, I enjoyed, like, girl. This seemed like an actual, like, something that could actually happen. Like, we good for, like, we love each other, but bitch. Sometimes you can love someone, y'all still Girl, they wanted to somebody to die. Now, what could have been happening if Tiffany walked in on um, 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 Issa's boyfriend, I mean, Issa's brother fucking the shit out of Derek. Now that, <laughs> now that is something that I'm living for. Because Tiffany, I don't like Tiffany's character at all. She reminds me of Tamar Braxton. Well, maybe that's why I don't like her. <laughs> when we well, places. stay <laughs> on your trash lines. <laughs> Girl, oh, bitch, they're going to Apple Pay. You know what? Let me talk because I'm tipsy now. Oh God, I think I we have been drinking a little bit, just a little shots, two shots, two of, shots of, of vodka. I want to talk about since we do, well, we kind of dominate insecure. Like it was a cute season finale, but I want to talk about my season finale this weekend. What's your season finale this weekend? Like I do not like people asking me to participate in things and then like six months later tell me, "Oh, girl, we don't have the coins for it." Hmm. Like how, I does, just, how does that work? Let me let me tell you because I had two, I like professionalism. I had two situations of coins being deterred this weekend. A coin deferred. The, a coin deferred, bitch. I'm <laughs> mad, bitch. I'm like the golden company, bitch. I'm oh, bitch these hoes have broken a contract. <laughs> so I had, you know, I was supposed to be doing something event that I was, you know, mm-hmm. contact scheduled for. And this person, like, they contacted me, made to do it. Um, never did put down a deposit. Never did, you know. Um, say anything about hey and I understand you know I understand how things happen but the thing is they paid someone else before they paid me 
and that person counseled on them and haven't gave them their deposit back. And so they're trying to use that deposit to, to give you. to me. But it's like they've been they've not gave them the deposit back in a month. Like they've had a deposit for a whole month. I think the thing is just communication. Communication just communicate is key. With me. And trust me, I promise you, it's it's hard to communicate when it comes to bills and stuff. I don't like to say, girl, I need some help. I don't like to say that. But uh, that it made me upset. Like you did me this type of way. You booked me to do this. And then like the person that you paid don't even give a fuck about your shit. That's not, that's not sometimes, sometimes people underestimate and undervalue people. And, and, and it's, it's, it's trash. But we, as I said, you got to find a way to communicate. You got to find a way to communicate that shit. It is very important to communicate. Then, um, someone, you know, asked to like, can they stay with me for a little while? And I didn't mind that. I thought it was, you know, mm-hmm. I thought it was, but this person said they were going to move in a certain day and they did not move in. Like they never did call in. Like I was like trying to help someone out. I don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. And then the person never did. Like they said, it was going to be here on a certain date. They looked and saw it, and they, and they didn't say anything to me after the date. Like, you could have just said, hey, you know, I'm not interested. I don't, I don't think we're going to make a good match or something like that. But, you know, communication is key. Yeah, I want to know how you guys handle that shit. Because, yes. I mean, well, you asking us questions. How would you have handled that? Yeah, like, how do you guys handle discrepancies? I'll call it discrepancies. Discrepancies yes. in financial situations. Yes. Like, girl, not... Like, I'm, I don't mean to say run you my money by cash dog, but at least let me know what's going on. Don't run around here silent as hell. Yeah, because, like, what if he decides to say, hey, you know, some situation happened, I, can I move in with your wings? And I said, girl, I done had bias remorse. <laughs> like, girl, you should have moved in when you said, but now mm-hmm. you, I can't, I'm not interested. So, like, you said you was going to be here on a certain day, and now you're saying that you're, like, you've not said anything to me. You know, and I feel like kindness is not a part of business, so what I'll say is cooperation. I feel like a lot of people mistake cooperation and understanding type of shit for weakness. What I need from you okay. is understanding. understanding. Someone who gives me the coins. The coins? Oh, motherfucking, oh, motherfucking time, bitch. Okay, because <laughs> okay, I will say something about this. Whenever me and Adrian have any type of thing, when it comes to coins, girl, we sent. Sent or sent. or if not sent, I'll be like, bitch, don't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. Okay, because bitch, we did have one incident when the hotel declined my I car. Said, <laughs> <laughs> that I said, okay, bitch, I sent that money as soon as I had it. But that's the thing, though, like the communication and you build credit with you, people. That's why I know, like, girl, even if you don't have it tomorrow, the next day, next next month, you know you're gonna I get know it. I'm gonna get it, and you know you're not gonna. Have to ask. And it's not only that; it's not only the money. I think it's just the respect behind yes. it. Like, girl, I know that we respect each other. Like, girl, if some shit going wrong, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. So so we don't make... Girl, we in this shit, girl. So we don't... If, if one goes down, bitch, we both... <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So and we're, we're connected like that. Yeah, so I want y'all to tell me how y'all handle this How situation. y'all do with that shit? Let I would us love know. to know. Let I know the know. email's going to be lit. Please Hello at ForTheCulturePodcast.com. Okay? okay, yes. Hello at ForTheCulturePodcast.com. Let us know what you think. As we move on to this next segment. Now it's time for Hot Pockets. <laughs> the Hot Topics. Okay, <laughs> so we just got through listening to the Apple keynote and we Apple just released iPhone 8. And As we were watching it, you know. Yes, we were, we were watching it. And iPhone X. iPhone uh, 8, iPhone X, a bunch of like Apple watches and shit. So it's like taking an 8-inch to taking a 10-inch. 10 10-inch, okay. There's a 2-inch difference. It depends... If 10 inches want, are not for everybody. Right. If you want an <laughs> iPhone 8, that's the 8 inch. And if you want the 
uh, peen is the iPhone X. Yeah. Okay. But Apple has dropped, you know, they, they've offered um, wireless charging. Sickening. Um, face recognition software. Yes, God. I'm um, a dual camera. Mm. Like, like I'm not gonna. I'm not amazed too much. But by it's it. just an. It's it's it growing on the improvement. We understand yes. that shit. So I mean, and you know, they're saying that Homegirl is going to be nine ninety nine for the iPhone ten, iPhone X, iPhone X. That's what's which be is called. like sixty four GB, and it goes up from mm-hmm. there. I think twelve hundred will be the eleven forty nine. Will be for the two fifty six. I think. Okay. Okay. So see, I could deal with that shit. I, I, I mean, I don't think I could operate with sixty four gigabytes just because no, of I can't how much memory I already use. And then with higher picture quality, that means pictures are going to take up more space. Oh shit! People don't yeah, realize people this shit. And video footage. So she's coming with the light, um, the lightning three point five headphone jack adapter. Um, you know the, the charger wall plug thing, whatever. Just got. And she gives you a, um, you know, a charger. Like, like not the plug, but you know the cord. Yeah, yeah, of course. And she's and she's giving she's not giving us no AirPods. Okay. Ear, I, like the wireless headphones. I, Do you I, want them? I would like for I would have liked for them to be included. I felt like they could have done that. I felt like they could have included it in. There. I agree with that. I guess maybe it's just because I don't really want them. Because I feel like I will lose them shits. I will lose them. Because like I will lose it. But I can understand what you're saying. Like, girl, they yeah, it's could a, have it's a, it's a premium product. Like, yeah. Or they did offer something like, well, girl, you get this and you get 50% off the AirPods or something. Like, we give you... I feel like the AirPods are just too expensive for someone to just be buying them. They're so easy. Like, easy to, to be lose. Yeah. It's, but they it's do easy. have GPS type technology on them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can locate them. So, Apple, okay. you know, the wireless charger, you don't get that from what I'm seeing. You don't get the wireless charger. You're going to have to buy that shit? Yes. Oh, girl. <laughs> they know how to drag your motherfucking ass. But I will say the keynote, keynote kind of started off a little bit. Like, it was kind of... They, they did drag a little bit with the AI. Not, they, I was like, girl, what is this? This does not sound cute at all. Like, I'm like, not girl, interested. you're going to have to come up with something else. And then it was... Because there were rumors around it being the iPhone X. X yeah. And it's called the iPhone 10. You know, it's dedicated to... You know, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the um, first iPhone came out. It was released. Yeah. So... I, I'm looking forward to this shit. Um, may not be able to uh, purchase it when it yes. comes the fuck out. But girl, after a few months, when I get my spirit together, I yes. might be able to go ahead and do it. And the girls have already started. Let me say something, because I just went on the live on Facebook, and I've already pissed off a couple of people. But every year, y'all know, every year, like, the people... Um, I call them Android users, but not everybody uses... Android is just the operating system. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know that. But Sam, like all the people who have Samsungs, LG phones, all that, I don't know the difference of them because I don't really... I mean, don't I really haven't owned one since I like I was on Cricket, and that was probably like seven, eight years ago. <laughs> so, um, you know, girls came out, and they were just mad. They were just mad, and they saying the phones are ugly. Um, who's paying that much for a phone? And I'm just like, why is every time... The Apple drops like this keynote and they do this. Like, why do everyone who don't like iPhones are the first ones to go out and say how much they don't like it? It's expensive and it's stupid. The only time that my ass is really dragging Samsung is when y'all are dragging Apple. Because if I don't like a phone, I'm not I don't know when y'all keynote speech. Do y'all have a keynote speech? It's not even together. See, I think that's what the branding with Apple is because they have their own operating system and they make the phone. Okay. Let's see, like Google, Google does have their own phone. I don't know what it's called. No one knows what it's called. We take <laughs> Apple takes over the whole fucking globe they anytime do. their shit is released. They their branding eat. is so sickening. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was in my message talking about, oh well, girl, you pressed. They got more sales. Blah blah blah. Girl, uh, Apple's not pressed. Apple's not bothered because not. you will never find a Samsung slash i um, Android phone in their commercials. But 
Android and Samsung always has to compare themselves to iPhone because they are the Apple is the industry standard. They are what we call the so Apple, leaders. And so Apple is white supremacy. <laughs> oh my God! Make you not want it now. That is, yeah. <laughs> Just being funny, but like phones changed after the iPhone was dropped, and it, and you, you cannot can, you can say you what can. you want to say, but fo- they changed it. They industry changed standard changed. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all can be pressed, y'all can be bothered. If I didn't like a phone, I wouldn't comment on I it. I wouldn't even care. I don't I know wouldn't. when y'all shits come out. I don't know when um, Samsung shits come out. But the phone looks sickening. Um, $1,000, I think, is a bit pricey. But for the last two or three years, I have been playing, paying uh, roughly almost $1,000 for my phone. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, the girls can drag and say whatever. But for me personally, whenever I make sure to buy the newest iPhone high whatever because I can write it off as a business expense and yeah, phone, I need a phone that's going to be powerful it's going to take good pictures because I'm not carrying around my Canon T6i to be doing a yeah, vlog I might do a video with my Canon but I'm not like I feel like a lot of people don't understand especially in this this new world of creatives like mm-hmm. why we are this people on like as much as we say flat tummy tees and shit but like social media is is it's a business to a lot it of people. Is, it is a lot. So when you have something as powerful, that, that's not only just like fun and games. It's like, this is my life. This is a business. So I need something, I need a tool that's going to be just as effective. I need I need a tool that's going to be very effective to help me. In, this is a career. This is a, this is my life. It's not only like I'm playing on games like Angry Bird and shit like that. And I think people don't understand. Like people do, people like make comments about people buying PlayStation, Xbox, because honestly... I don't see the need for a PlayStation or Xbox to be on. I see a phone as like communication, period. Yeah, keeping in touch with people. But it's just playing games. But it's basic. different strokes for different folks because the like the PlayStation. I got me a PlayStation um, to like help me like deal with depression a little bit when I'm feeling like um, anxiety coming mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. I want to just escape the world. I'll play my game. Um, I'm probably gonna do that today. <laughs> um, like, but it's just different strokes. I I don't understand. I, every year is all like how you spend your money. But y'all, we make these comments about people spending thousand dollars on the phone. But girl, there are people who make less than thirty thousand dollars a car um a year, owning right. a thirty thousand dollar car. Right. It's like it's that's that's one and of your, the... and and your apartment and rent. Like even Hi, if we're gonna apply if we're gonna apply their rubric, like you say, then you can't see the you need your apartment, your living, whatever. It's supposed to be like twenty percent of your income. If we being um, if, if we're if doing we, those rules, if <laughs> right. we, and I used to drag people in the in the army. When I was in the army, like if you're gonna tell me that I can't do this, then you if you're gonna get on me about my haircut now being in the regulation, that means that you your stomach ain't in regulation. Oh my god. Okay. Your teeth ain't in regulation. <laughs> like girl, your your teeth better cat six. Okay, you need to get this together. So, like, if you're going to talk about folks spending too much money and not paying their bills and stuff, then you need to talk about folks who are spending too much money on rent, people who are owning cars they can't afford, and pay their loans and all that stuff. Like, I, Apple is not the only culprit when it comes to eating up coins. coins. These banks. That's true. Like, who That's was it? Was it Wells Fargo that oh, was girl, opening unnecessary yes, on on accounts? Yes. And you have people like these payday loan for and these check cashing companies like... There's like room to go out for everybody, but um, you have to know what's in your within your budget. That's yes. what I'm saying, and which is why I feel like Apple said, "Okay, girl, we'll give y'all monthly installments because we know this shit is a lot." You know what's in your budget, girl? If you want the phone, buy it. Yes. And if you, you just be smart, that's it. Yeah, be smart. It's the same thing. Like, and I, I'm more than likely I'm gonna put down probably like three, and I'm put the rest of this shit on credit. <laughs> I most definitely am. I'm going to do that. I I get an upgrade every year, and I wait. Child, I'm going to get the iPhone X. She's going to be mine. 
she's that girl. Um, but the branding of it was sickening. I loved it. And and I will always say branding is fucking important. Branding can be extremely amazing and it can branding make a break can you. be extremely damaging. So that's I mean, if not anything else, even if you don't like the iPhone, whatever, if not anything else, just learn that your brand has to be sickening. Some of your some people are bragging about, oh, we did it first, we did it first. It's just like, girl, what is it that you did first? Did you do it best? Some of your faves are out here doing things first. They're doing things. Yeah, they're the first one to do it, but bitch, did they do it the best? And I would rather wait to do something. I would rather wait, which is honestly what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, yeah, we could have done X, Y, and Z a long time ago, but girl, would it have been our best? And as you said, it makes a lot of sense because they did say, like, their technology wasn't available. That's even Game of Thrones does this sometimes. Mm. They say, you know, hey, we want to do this, but girl, the technology was not here for that to be... You know, doing like, ice girl, we dragons could, and shit. Right, we could conceptualize the shit. Like, it, it will look cute, but if it looks lackluster, we might as well just wait to do it. Yeah, people might be the first to do certain things, but girl, how well did you do it? And when did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving on to our... Um, this week, tone it down a little bit, girl, because we are a big Apple fan. Yeah, we are. People, <laughs> I love Apple. But um, Nicki Minaj called out the um, fashion industry, or who, like fashion, the Just, big heads. Uh, yeah, fashion industry for, like, girl, they'll profit off of our stuff, you know, our culture, but they won't use people who look like us to sell it, like models mm. and certain things. They won't have people who look like us in their business meetings and stuff like that. They won't use, they'll use our culture, but they won't use us. And and I, I feel like the point that that was a really good point that she made. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes black celebrities we gotta practice what we preach. Yeah, Nikki. We gotta practice what we preach. Yeah, because there are a lot of designers, black designers, who are not as big as Gucci, Fendi, Prada. I'm about to pop them tags. Okay. With, <laughs> like my girl Carla Red. Yeah, but-, but you cannot, you know, say this. It's like Donald Trump saying, you know, buy America. By America, but at the same but time, the same like time he's making, he's getting this shit from, from other countries. Mm-hmm. So I, I know sometimes it may be difficult, especially if you're in the limelight. Like, girl, I want to come out wearing Gucci and all that shit. But we have so much creative mm-hmm. talent in in our community that imagine if someone like Beyonce or Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj or Jay Z <clears throat> wore like, oh, girl, this is an up and coming black designer mm-hmm. or up and coming black and gay designer. You know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like girl, Gucci will, yeah, Gucci yeah. will always be there. Versace always, will always be there. They'll always will be there, and so, they're not offering jobs to black creators. Right? They're not. They're, not they're ripping them off. Yeah, they are because they can do it. Just, I mean, you see what Kylie did when she was putting um Tupac and um. Oh yeah, Vegas. yeah. <laughs> Got dragged for that. Yeah, she did. So um, Nicki Minaj, kind of you kind of late to the party, but girl, we welcome you in. We I'm, appreciate you. I for always doing, yeah. You lay a little bit. We yeah, but we but we like the voice. We like the voice, and I think it's important that you do say that. Um, but are you going to practice what you preach? Are you going to continue on this, or is this just something you're saying for right now because it was New York Fashion Week? Right, and so we we need people, and it's not just Nicki Minaj. We need more celebrities to make sure that these up and coming, black, black and gay, because y'all love to carry gays around like purses, but you don't want to invest in a um, creative business. Bloop. Okay. But like blacking all these um people, you need to make sure that their work is being seen if that's something that you're passionate about. Which it seems like you might be. So hopefully hopefully Nikki um does it. Um I, I think Nikki means well. I uh, think so too. I just want to see so if too. she's gonna continue on it or she's just gonna make it. I'm gonna just say it because it's new fashion week. Okay. But um as we move on to another topic, it's been st- something on social media um that has been like blowing like, up. Blowing up. It was like 
a tragic situation, and everybody was having different like opinions about it. And yeah. talking about it. Oh, it was it, it, and I and I hate to even talk about it. So, um, as you all know, I think her what well, Kanika Jenkins mm-hmm. was um found in a hotel. Um, it was a Crown Plaza. Mm-hmm. She was in a um found dead in a freezer. freezer. And, um, you know, people, like they say, police are looking into a viral video that has been circled across social media that apparently shows a young woman in Rosemont through a hotel room hours before she disappeared while at a party, only later to be found in, in, dead in the hotel freezer. The, shock, the Chicago Tribune reports that inve- investigators have also been going over surveillance video and questioning potential witnesses as they investigate the death of 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins. It is still unclear how they how the teen died or why she was in the in the freezer and what was a vacant area at the Crown Plaza Hotel. The report notes that the autopsy Sunday did not determine a cause of death and that the medical examiner's office is still awaiting toxicology tests and further investigation by police before making a ruling. Police have declined to say whether any signs of trauma were found on Janika's Jenkins' body. But we all. Based off of some of the, the reports mm-hmm. that we have seen, at least on social media, we know that there has been some. There's there's some foul play, and mm-hmm. it seems like I don't know. It seems like the police are kind of skeptical, or just like, girl, we're not into it. And I saw this meme on Twitter, mm-hmm. like, oh, girl, the police, we don't know what's going on. And Twitter is like, girl, we got the tea for you, like, mm-hmm. and they have been because this whole thing has been on Facebook Live. You know, she recorded, I think she was recording herself while certain things were going on. And then and, a friend was recording as well. Right. I and, remember a girl with the, with the mirror glasses, mm-hmm. and she was recording, and they said that somewhere in the video when she was like, live, you can hear someone holler. And she, she like her saying, help me. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was there's such stuff going on online where it's like so her friends were setting, so quote unquote friends, mm-hmm. were setting her up for $200 or something like that. I'm not sure if it was based on some type of quarrel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, apparently she was raped and just killed and, and placed in a freezer. And they're saying that people from the hotel were, like, employees, probably her quote-unquote friends, were in on it and they deleted footage and, and shit like that. Yes. It sounds, it, it really sounds almost like fabricated, almost like it's, like, this is like a made-up story almost. But someone is dead. That's what I'm someone saying. Like dead. we have to figure out what is going on, and the, and the Facebook Live, and the fact that people watch it over and over again, and they keep noticing more and more things. It's just mm-hmm. like, girl, we need for justice to be served. We do. And as I read this, it goes back and takes me back to 2010 when my aunt was found, um, oh yeah, murdered did. and um, under a hotel uh, mattress. This was in 2010. I was overseas. I was deployed. Um, and this is how the the hotel works sometimes. Like, this is exactly what they told my, like, my mother. Like, my mother, like, my aunt had been missing for three days. I'm pretty sure some people know about it. So, my aunt had been missing a couple of days. Last time she was seen was when she dropped off her kids to daycare. Mm-hmm. And um, she went to work. But, you know, and she was missing for, like, like three days, my mother like the, nobody picked the kids up that night. Nobody got the kids, and so my mother got the kids, and she had been missing for a couple of days. And my mother went to the lone place that she was at. And they, my cousin told her that they were in this motel, and the motel wouldn't let her go in and check the room, wouldn't let her get any clothes, anything. It's like you need a police report, all this type of stuff, and they never did. So come to find out, my aunt was like you know under the mattress in the motel for like two months. I think I can't remember like two or three months. 
and you know guests were smelling things mm-hmm. and stuff. But it just goes to show you that like motels and hotels and stuff like they are like trash, and it makes me think about that because like this man who murdered, who was the father of my aunt's kids. Mm-hmm. Like, he was out, like, doing whatever. He was still doing things, and he was out. He had a car and stuff. Acting like nothing was wrong. And even though, like, stuff looks like this is what it is, it's It's kind of hard to kind of prove it a little bit. Right. And so, the police, they were saying, well, girl, it's, like, we think that she was intoxicated, Mm -hmm. and she just found herself in the freezer, Mm -hmm. But but the I think the mother was saying like girl those were double steel doors to the freezer. Mm. I mean she didn't just pop them open. Yeah, they were saying that she, they saying that she fell in or something. Yeah. I was like that doesn't make any sense. It don't make, there were steel doors, and she said especially if they were intoxicated. If if she was intoxicated, you wouldn't be able to have the coordination to open them heavy ass doors and then close it back again after you were in the shit. Well, the way they were saying is that it was like a deep freezer, like the freezer like was down, like it's like. You you ever seen like a deep? Yeah, I, I saw the I saw a picture of it, mm-hmm. and it's just I I think that the police they want to get all as much information, information as they, they can they before they say anything, and I understand that. But it's been but it's up. so much stuff on social media that has been taking place, and it's just like girl, girl. So I'm almost like, is this the like the new like how crime is going to be like when you have like live footage on Facebook? Snapchat and all that, and how do you go about getting that to help you with your case? I don't, I have no idea what like goes on behind the legalities of like mm-hmm. using certain things like Facebook Live and mm-hmm. shit as evidence. Like I don't know what they would have to go it's, through for that. It's so hard because it can be somebody just saying like pretending like, like they girl, had going on. Yeah, like I did something just to get some attention because you do have those people out there where you use tragedies like this to build a following. Yeah, which uh, is why I think the police want to make sure before they say anything. Before they, before they which is kind of I know that must be heartbreaking yeah. for the mother. And to, I think I think sometimes it's like we can say, oh, I have evidence. All I, you know, I have it right here. But at the same time, police officers and detectives have been doing this for like twenty, thirty years. Some of them have been doing it like for a long time. So what you may say works might not. It does not work in most cases. Yeah. Girl, just because you watched one or two episodes, two seasons of Law and Order, does not mean it. Yeah, because I think a lot of folks think that um, like cases, a lot of cases are um, solved with um, DNA evidence and uh, forensics. No, it's not. It's not that easy, and it, it's not solved in a thirty minute and episode. It, listen, and that shit is expensive. When you do use forensics and shit, that shit costs money. Damn. It, it costs a lot of money. There, right now, there are um, rape kits. I think in Tennessee that have not been, um, they've been sitting for years. That's what my girl, um, who plays Olivia Benson, is is really trying to. Mm-hmm. She's like, girl, these why are they why are they sitting? We need to get them analyzed. It costs money. But I think my main one of my main issues is with people who are in. Um, who are on social media talking about, girl, watch who your friends are. Watch yes. who your friends are. Like, yes. yes, I feel like we all should be aware of our surroundings and watch who our friends are and all that stuff. But we're not going to victim blame here. Mm-mm. That's what we're not going to do. Because it, it, just like Love at First Night, <laughs> shout out to them for their mm-hmm. season finale. But just like Love at First Night discussed, like, girl, you may not see all the signs. Just because you 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 uh, think you're friends with somebody, you may not see all the signs of them being trash. So mm-hmm. let's not victim blame this person, you know, for having trash friends for, for their friends being trash. Let's not do that. Let's like work on training people not to be trash. Listen, let's let's do that. It's almost like telling a, a woman, 
like that you put yourself in a situation to be um experienced like rape culture. Yeah. Like and to be raped and there stuff. Was a, there was the outfits you had on. There was a big conversation about um rape culture because of because of um what was going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, because of this case. And it's just like we have to be careful. We have to make sure, yes, okay, yes, stay, stay safe, do what you need to do, be watchful and be mindful. But we have to also make sure that as soon as boys come into this world, mm-hmm. that they they know, like, girl, women are not your fucking property. Yeah. Like, they're not your fucking property. But it's so easy to think, because even I think about, like, um, and this might sound trash, but even a woman take having to take a man's last name when they get married. Yeah. Even something like that. <laughs> like, it's just so many things. Like, it, like we can say, oh, yes, but still, there are still, like, little things. like Little, like, nuances. Yeah. That you like, oh, you're mine now. It's like, no, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a whole human being. Yeah. So, I, like you said, we have to teach men. Um, like, we have to work on that. Because it, it is. Like, a lot of men walk around here thinking that women are property to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and like saying, like, well, women shouldn't have been putting themselves in that situation. Like, you don't go to a bad neighborhood. Well, you know, technically, I should be able to go through, a, um, like, a, a neighborhood. Because just because you say this neighborhood is bad doesn't mean something's bad going to happen. That's the same thing with Memphis. That's the same thing with Memphis. You can you can um, go through bad areas in Memphis or whatever perceived as bad areas in Memphis. And come to certain parts of Atlanta, and a police officer is comforting a white woman by telling her, "We only <laughs> shoot, um, we only shoot, um, black people." And it's considered it's considered a good area. Yeah, I'm saying, and that's a joke to them. And you know, you commit a black person, they could have just, you know, scared you to death. But like how they feel, like treat you as a person as soon as they walk up to you and pulling you over, mm-hmm. that shit is traumatic. Like the situation that we had. Yeah. Well, the um, yeah, you know, officer that. had like was just looking my. So my number's up wrong. Look at my last name as my first name. Oh, was, it was something as simple as that, and he was ready to be like, okay, well, girl, you can't drive the car. Yeah, I was like, sir, you need to run that shit again. Spin that shit and make it run it right back, because you got it wrong. You got it wrong. But um, Kanika Jenkins, um, I, there's so, there's no, like, I feel like there's no right or wrong way she could have did anything. I don't, yeah. I think that we're going to have to, I th- a lot of people wanted to, us to talk about it, like in a certain way in which we cannot do right now. We're going to have to wait for some of the facts, some more of the facts to come out. We're mm-hmm. going to have to wait for this story to develop before we, you know, really go in depth about it because there's so much that we don't know. Yeah, I can't sit here and say, well, you know, she needs to stop partying and she should have never been out and where was her mother? You know, because easily I could say, you know, where was her mother and why is she out? But she's nineteen. She's able to make you know her own decisions and and be grown. And you, when you go out and you party and you, you you're having fun, no. you're not expecting to be fucking raped and murdered. Mm-hmm. Like and that's why I don't get the fucking victim blaming of this shit. That's why I don't but understand. It's so easy it. to do. It's it's the easiest way, I guess, for people to deal with their fucking. Oh, watch who you friends with. Everybody ain't your friend. But people want to say that so quick. But goddamn, bitch, you done had motherfucker your friend that ran off with your credit card. That's what I'm saying, but I the mean, friend, like some people do shit like yes, you can say that, but it's a learning experience. Period. When uh, with everything, you're gonna have these experiences. You're going to have these experiences to teach you what to watch out for. But you just you can't be you can't pre- predict everything. You can and also you talk about friends. What about trash ass family? Yes, I've had family do me real fucked up. That's what I'm saying. So you can't just. I think we're putting this expectation on the victim, like they. 
They got 360 vision. They omnip. They, like, um, they have like they just know everything. Chad, like they they fucking Raven Simone. They just touch okay. Shit, if you could gaze into the country, we can't see it. I can't see it. So Kanika Jenkins and it's it's going to be a story that's going to it's going to be developing. So um, I can't really talk about it. As, as much because I don't know, it's like it's been going on for like what a, it's. I think it happened Sunday. It happened, yeah. It happened this week. It happened very. So recently. So it's only Tuesday, so, and it's only Tuesday afternoon right now. Right. So we're gonna have to wait. But there have been a, a couple of people involved, based on like what we think is the the face, the Facebook live streaming of this shit mm-hmm. going on. There have been a couple of people, trash people, and they've been um, posting some Facebook status about girl. I mean, it's just been very um, contradictory sometimes, and we don't know exactly what's going on but all i know my thing is we need to stop this trash ass rape culture mm-hmm. and we need to stop this trash ass victim blaming that's what i fucking know okay all right okay he said so as we move on to more um things in our hot pocket hot topic <laughs> session um segment um l'oreal dropped try drops the transgender model and name what was her name again? Monroe Bergdorf, I think. Oh, girl, you did a whole video on this, didn't you? Sure did. I'm going to pass it on to you then. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let you take over the hot pocket. But yeah, L'Oreal drops uh, the transgender model named Monroe Bergdorf after she dragged these shit. And it wasn't even about all white people, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure why it was misconstrued. It was, all, it was about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Okay? So L'Oreal, I think... L'Oreal thought, hey girl, trans is trending. Black is trending. Find a trans black girl and let's just put her on our motherfucking magazine. <laughs> they didn't expect her to know what the fuck she was talking about. <laughs> and I'm not sure why because she's a whole trans... Not only is she trans, she's black! Mm-hmm. You expected her to not be dragging you bitches? Okay. But I think it's more emphasis on saying all white people than fixing the problem of racism. It's so easy to say, well, you're saying all white people, all of us not bad. Girl, that's not okay, the that's problem. not the fucking point. Because I, I do have white friends as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm friends with anyone too. who respects me as a fucking human being. Mm-hmm. Okay? But that's not the fucking point. The point is, girl, we're talking about racism. And I'm reading this shit that she said, and I didn't see one goddamn lie. Can you read what she said? I'm going to read what she said. She said, honestly, I don't have energy to talk about the racial violence of white people anymore. Yes, all white people. Because most of y'all don't even realize or refuse to acknowledge that your existence, privilege, and success as a race is built on the backs, blood, and death of people of color. I mean, have you found a lie yet, sis? I mean, I haven't. And then she goes on to say, your entire existence is drenched in racism. From microaggressions to terrorism, you guys built... Jesus. She dragged their ass. Oh, bitch! <laughs> I know she said... Bitch, I know she had L'Oreal corporate ass. She shook them holes. were like, oh my God! Oh, shaking with them wine glass. Bitch, oh shit! She said, from microaggressions to terrorism, you guys built the blueprint for this shit. And I didn't see a lie! I'm like, girl... It's a very powerful statement. Though. It is, it is. It's a, almost like she took a knee. Yes. It, it she is. She took a knee through the national anthem. Girl... It's a it's a very powerful statement and and, 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 conversation. I, and I think she said the the yes all white people part of it got people angry but it's like that was one thing y'all more mad about it y'all being affected than millions of other people, other been people affected being affected for for years and I think what I think is that a lot of white people they see that all white people thing they see that all white people statement and they think oh well girl she's coming after me no you the reason why you're able to 
mm-hmm. move through society in a way that I am not as a black person mm-hmm. is because of the history that your ancestor, the history of your ancestors and what they did to mm-hmm. get to where they are. So mm-hmm. you're able to move into situations where I'm not, like as a black person, I'm always wondering, okay girl, I'm driving through, let's say, something simple as driving. Mm-hmm. I'm driving from North Florida to Atlanta. Bitch, if my car breaks down in the country ass motherfuckers, I'm worried about, oh my black ass is in this shit. You, you don't on the wrong door. Right. You don't have to worry about that shit as a white person. It's something as simple as that. We haven't even gone to, you know, governmental fucking and these things that happen all the time. Right. So she's saying, yes, all white people. You may not yourself be overtly racist, but your existence is built off of the fact that, bitch, your ancestors came here and did some racist ass motherfucking shit. And that's what she was saying. I think people think when you think of a racist person, you think automatically that a person. KKK hood. KKK hood, someone who's country, missing teeth, and saying, hey, you name it, using the N-word, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But no, it can be little nuances. It can be little small things that have done micro And she pointed all of that out. Mm-hmm. And just like in, in Charlottesville, why why were police officers not there? Why were, why was everyone missing? Why did they have problems with security? Because some of them hoes were marching in the shit. Mm-hmm. And like someone pointed out, this this um, equipment that they're using marching around with, like they're a militia, is not cheap. So, yeah, you think that these are rural-ass poor white people that are only racist? It's just like Mm -hmm. it goes up and it's institutionalized and a lot of times it's covert. And they they don't. They don't think that they're racist. They don't. But they have this superiority complex. complex. That, I mean, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And so she said that, and following the backlash of what the tea is, L'Oreal said, girl, I'm removing your ass, thanks. And they put out a statement, girl, and it was so trifling. They said... We believe that the recent comments by L'Oreal Paris UK spokesperson Monroe McDoff are at odds with the, those values. And I guess those values are right here. L'Oreal supports diversity and tolerance towards all people, irrespective of their race, background, gender, and religion. So they're saying that her statement are, is at odds with those values. And as such, we have taken the decision to end the partnership with her. So it's just like... While Bergdorf was trying to be inclusive and show y'all y'all need more diversity, y'all are saying that she's at odds with y'all trying to be more diverse. <laughs> she started a conversation. She did, and she I'm glad com- she did. She started a conversation, and then it, L'Oreal was attached to that. Mm-hmm. And it, white people probably felt excluded, and L'Oreal said, hold up. White people are a fucking base. Yeah, like y'all just, y'all don't truly want it. Y'all just doing it to just keep like to keep the fire down just to keep it down like oh just put a black sometimes it's so easy to just drop somebody and be a part of somebody's project and but the person might not have the same vision as you like it doesn't seem like L'Oreal's vision was you know truly diverse truly diverse it's just it they wanted the person to place them they just wanted somebody equal opp- they said, okay we're equal opportunity see we got this black person over here we got here. this black and trans person ooh look at us <laughs> Girl, like, but, but do you know what that really means? Like, do no. you understand mm-hmm. what it really means to have a black trans person, black trans woman in your, like, in your shit? They just wanted a figurehead. Yeah, they wanted a number. It's just a number. Yeah, it's a numbers game to them. So, uh, L'Oreal, I don't use any of y'all products, but I'll be telling, um, I'll make sure this message is heard. Okay. So people don't, but L'Oreal, own, like, people who own L'Oreal own a lot of other shit. And I want to read her response to her being... Um, you know. Oh, re- she responded removed. to it? Yeah, her okay. response to being removed. She said, if L'Oreal truly uh, wants t- to offer empowerment to underrepresented women, 
then they will need to acknowledge the reason why these women are underrepresented within the industry mm. in the first place. Mm. This reason is discrimination, an action which punches down from a place of social privilege. We need to talk about why women of color were and still are discriminated against within the industry, not just see them as a source of revenue. Hmm. So, I don't know what, maybe y'all thought y'all were getting a ditzy, empty-headed <laughs> woman when y'all signed on Miss Monroe. Is but she first, from the UK? Is she from America? Like, um, they, When they said it, they, it was a L'Oreal Paris UK sport. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure which. I, like, where, I don't know if she was raised and born and stuff. And it, Some people don't think that um, racism is UK. Yeah, some people don't think that, like, different countries think it's just a United States thing. No, girl. Girl, it's worldwide. It is. It's worldwide. She's a... Resident so, Evil Tees, bitch, white supremacy is Umbrella Corporation. Listen. And now they're trying to get with us to kill this shit. Oh, bitch, we got these whole march and they trying to kill us too, bitch. <laughs> Resistance. We need to be a part of We've been telling y'all ass, black woman, been telling y'all ass this shit for a long period of time, time. Okay. That this shit is trash. And speaking of black women and um, beauty companies, Miss Rihanna came out here, girl. Yes. Re Fenty. Rihanna came out here with Fenty Beauty. She did. And, it, and she she expanded those shades. She said, okay, y'all ain't going to make shades for my black girls. All and right. albino um, girls yes, as well. Yes, 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 yes. Well, all girls and boys. Girls and boys. Yes, yes. You yes, got to keep it. Yes, everybody can use makeup. But she just said, she she got it together, and it's been an amazing launch. It has been. And, and, and she's like fully stocked. And it made me think about, like, you know, what these other people do when they have these lunches and these fake-ass whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they be out of product. Like, they said, then somebody said on Twitter, oh, girl, you know, y'all going off a read. You know, it's just Twitter shit. But, but she's she, not sold out yet. She's not. She's not. And it's like, girl, no, she's stocked up. She said, make sure that this shit was stocked because... Girl, the people, girls need, like, as the girls need it. They yeah. don't have anything else. Like, the girls need it. Yeah, but, you know, shorting stock and all that does raise... Like, oh, girl, it just, like, make me want to buy this shit. Like, yeah, like, if Kylie said, oh, girl, I'll, if Kylie says, oh, girl, it just came out, but it's uh, it's just sold out, too. Girl, she mm-hmm. had, you mean to tell me she had, like, 200 motherfucking, pro- um, uh, 200 products? 200 products. Girl, they said Rihanna spent two years making sure this shit was backed up. Yeah, I can tell that she, I can tell that she's been doing this for a while. And I, I would say now that, Laree, when it comes to branding, she's that girl. When it comes to making sure some stuff is out with, with Puma, um, this completely she agree. has been on it, girl. It's as much as I drag her ass for her vocals, but they say it was four hundred and sixty shades. <laughs> I hate you so much. Somebody, I don't know if that's true, but that's just funny. That was shade. Yeah, one of my um, the guy friends is a really big uh, Rihanna fan, and I'm not the I'm not a fan of no. I keep telling y'all I hate everybody, so don't feel special when you think I don't like you. Oh my god! But uh, Rihanna, she she she's that girl when she, it comes she, to branding she, she, and she making is. sure that shit is. Like she like I'm giving like everything like for her because that that is important on so many levels and she's just doing a damn thing. I, I really like that she took the time out to make sure that it was fully stocked, even though you know, people tried to drag her as you said. But she made sure the girls had access to the shit, and I'm sure she'll be open to like criticism and making sure that everything is okay. Yeah. Um, for the future or for future launches, but I'm sure. I'm just really happy that this is happening, and I, I'm happy to see that black girls are very happy about this. Yeah, they've been very happy, and I can't wait till Jackie um, does her video. Oh, on girl, I've been waiting! She hasn't dropped, uh, our girl Jackie Island, she has not dropped, what she said, Jackie L. She has not um, dropped her video talking about it yet. 
Um, talking about Fenty because that's that's who I trust. Jack is my girl. Yeah, that's who I trust to like tell me the truth about everything that is going on. But there is I'm gonna do something a little different this time. I did have a question because it was something on Twitter that was talked about um, earlier today, and mm-hmm. it was it was on. There's been these three black women, and I don't have the we don't have the article on it, but there's these three black women that are supposed to be the leaders um, in their police departments, right? And there was this conversation, and it was like, um, we shouldn't be celebrating them being, like, supporting this um, this institution that has been built on racism and all that. And I was a little confused. I was conflicted by it because, yes, I understood it. But at the same time, like, what do you, what do we do? We just let white people run it? Like, That's what I'm saying. I understand the argument where it's just like, girl, we have to be careful if they if these are coons and they're up here, yes, they're gonna so. make it the situation worse. I completely understand it. But when it comes to um, you know, the force being homogeneous, like girl, we don't need the whole police force or the whole government to be black to <laughs> to be black. Okay. To be white. We don't need that to happen. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, we need to go up there and, and there's I feel like we all have different roles when it comes to making sure we're on an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of us are like us where we sit up here and we make sure we I guess we're gatekeepers, we're content creators. We make mm-hmm. sure that everyone is aware of what's mm-hmm. going on. We do work in the community. That's us. But I think there are other people like the people we, we described mm-hmm. who reach levels um in, in say a police force where the it's Barack just like girl, Obama's. I, right, the Barack Obama. We have people Michelle who Obama's. infiltrate the shit and just like, girl, I'm going to try and make you know, the rules and the regulations and society a little bit better for people of color and black people. So when people make this, like, oh, we shouldn't be supporting it. My thing is, what do you suggest that we do? Because you're telling me that it's wrong, but you're not offering any solutions. Any solutions. And that's all I hear from some people who constantly talk about this all day, all night. And I just want to know, what do you have to tell me? Like, what... What should I do if this is a situation that is like trash and st- should no black people be in these institutions and stuff? What should we do? Should we build our own police department? Is that possible to do it? It's. I mean, not in, <laughs> not in not in this state, not in this um government. It's, it's not, not. going to be. It's it's not because they can. Somebody can easily say, um, uh, "Girl, I'm, I'm, I can't even think about the woman who free slave Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. She can. Oh, well, why she she should have been trying to kill." Master, she shouldn't be trying to free. She need to be breaking the system. Why is she freeing them? But girl, sometimes you got to play the game. You do. Sometimes you have to play the game and get these hoes out of danger. And that's what I'm like, girl. If, if we have these, if if we just say, oh fuck it, we can't um, work for these trash ass people. Yeah. Right. If we can't work for these trash ass institutions. Blah, blah blah. You know what they're doing? Yes. It's every institution is trash, girl. Period. If do you know what your <laughs> your company's doing in other countries? Listen. You you have Taking no idea from their asses. The company that you're working for, you have no idea unless you do the research. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you have to play the game to make pick the lesser of two evils. I guess is what I'm saying. And some people don't like to say that, but sometimes like you, you have, have people, to do it. You sometimes. have to. And we and while we was talking about this, we did notice that um, um, Spike Lee and Jordan Peele, the creator of um, the, um, Get, Get Out. Out. Oh my God. You know, they're coming together and it was just, they're putting together this project, um, this movie called The Klansman. Klansman. The, is it, I think it's The the, the Black Klansman? The Black Klansman. So there was a black um, person who used, who, who infiltrated the KKK. Come on, girl. I'm going to read it to y'all. So Spike Lee and Jordan Peele will team up for Black Klansman, a thriller based on the true story of African-American police officer that infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. 
Damn, bitch. Lee will direct the film with Peel, with Peel's Monkey Paw Production and Bloomhouse Production producing Black Klansman. John David Washington, the son of Denzel Washington and co-star in HBO's Ballers, is, is in talks to star as Ron Stallworth, the Colorado Springs detective who penetrated the KKK in 1978 after responding to an ad for new members. Hmm. Wow. Even though Stallworth was black, he managed to become the head of his local KKK chapter by pretending to be a white supremacist via phone or written correspondence. When he pr- when his presence was needed, Stallworth recruited a white officer to take his place. That is sick, man. Be- like they said, he would just pretend on the phone and, and during shit. And when his physical presence was needed for a <laughs> meeting, he used a white police oh officer my that he recruited to say, "Oh, girl, that's me." So they're saying that this is not a black um, exploitation, um, exploitation film, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of other stuff, like shit like Django and shit. I feel like that was a little bit, mm-hmm. but the Django was fun as hell, but it was one of those. But uh, I, I like this new, new. I, I'm going to say era, mm-hmm. like a new era of examining blackness and racism. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, we've seen slavery. God <laughs> damn, we've seen slavery. We've seen black and white. Those stories are important. They are very important. But I think in There's order to, to right in order to battle the racism that con- is going to exist and continue to exist, we got to shift our media in a new direction. I like that Jordan Peele is doing that. Yeah, I like Jordan Peele behind the camera. Me too. Behind, because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did drag him. I dragged the shit out of him. Yeah, we, I think what was he in VMA? That was in 2000. And- I think sixteen. It was a sixteen. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I just I thought it was corny as hell. Yeah, because we was we was in Florida when it came out. You had got your car that weekend. Oh, shit. You did. You got your car that weekend. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the VMAs we went. Yeah. Damn, you had your car for a whole year. I know. I've been driving that bitch around the world. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. I've been revving that bitch up. Listen. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for him. I did drag him before. I thought he was very corny in front of the camera. I dragged the shit out of him. I sure did. But I I really like the work that he's, he's been creating and that he's planning on creating. So... Um, I might have to eat my words. And yeah, that. Me, me too, because <laughs> I did not like him on the VMAs. I, I thought it was very corny. It was, but he's out here putting content. Get get. He's out here putting content up, and, and it's some good content. It's good. It is because get well out was, thought out. Yeah, good. Get out was like it was like oh shit. Yeah, and if we would have never got a guy who played in um the TSA. I oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't, I can't, Quentin. Oh, Quentin oh, he's, he's Quentin on Instagram. Okay, his real name. <laughs> Sexy, thick, chocolate ass. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I just I'm looking forward to that. I really am. I wonder when will be when will be coming out though. Hmm. I don't know. As long as long as take as long as you need okay. to get it perfect. Because I know how that goes. Come <laughs> drop this shit right after the um after we get recovered from um Black Panther. Oh yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I will be in formation for that shit. Okay. And and really quickly speaking on, about TV shows, girl, I, shows? I heard they was doing something with the pop up girls, honey. What pop up girls? Pop up girls, honey. Oh yes. Um, pop up girls was one of those shows for me that I liked as growing up. Um, that was zapping the fuck out of who was that nigga in the heels and shit. <laughs> I think his name was him or something. Yes, man. And I think it was him. And then he was like he dressed in heels and the devil and some shit. But it was Oh girl. Oh, uh, so there is about to be a black Powerpuff girl. Um uh, so and I'm a little shook by it. I'm I'm Okay. I'm I'm wondering like what this is like sickening as hell, so I'm gonna read it to y'all. While Bubbles Buttercup and Blossom New Buddy gears up for her big reveal to the world 
during the Powerpuff Girls. Power of Fire. What is it? A four or five part girl movie event on September the 7th. Some fans of the cult classic have taken to Twitter to express their racist disapprovals of a black addition to the group. Trash. Girl, the white folks are mad. While the network has only released the silhouette of the new character on social media with her name remaining mystery to excited fans, Delazy took to Instagram to express her gratitude for being given the exciting new role. After Delazy shared her sweet message, Jamie, oh girl, I don't give a damn about her. <laughs> but her full name is Toya Delazy. Um, and she's a um, black queer. She's a black queer w- uh, woman from... South Africa, I think it is. Yeah, she is. So she's from South Africa, and she's a musician as well. Yes, she is. I recently searched her name, and, and she had a whole Vivo account. And it was popping. Yeah. So like, okay. Toya is. She said this. Toya is definitely a perfect fit as the fourth Powerpuff Girl. She's told. She told enemy. She is confident, bubbly, and quirky at all the values that we're fam- familiar with. Love and appreciate, and we appreciate. We have a lot of surprises up our sleeve. So I want to know what will her name be. I want to know because they didn't tell us. They made no. sure not to tell us. So we got Blossom, Buttercup, and... And... Girl, better not be blackie. <laughs> she better not be blackie. Bitch, them hoes said it was going to be bundles. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> what name do y'all think it would Girl, be? Girl, I would live for bundles, bitch. But no, not by a white-owned company. Y'all don't know shit about that. I'm going to see black... Oh, so black name. It's going to have to be B because we have Buttercup, Blossom... Blossom, Buttercup, um, and, and bubbles. bubbles. And it's gonna... Blunt. Girl, they gotta... Blunt. Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta pick the name very carefully. Oh my gosh. It's gonna have to... It's black gonna have creators to be really, gonna have to come up yeah. I, I really hope y'all have hired some black creators to come up with a name and also maybe help with the dialogue because it's gonna be a very touchy transition because you already have trash people trying to you know degrade it as you as you read mm-hmm. they're racist and trying to act like the shit is trash i wonder like i wonder not only her name but like how will she be created like what's her personality yeah well not not her personality necessarily but like is there are they doing a story all over again is she gonna be is, is the ex shit gonna you know the shit gonna spill the chemical x gonna spill and create all four of them or is it gonna be Girl, I had some, I had Big Mom in the kitchen too, and she wasted something with some seasoning and got the black. That's how I would do it. It would be funny as hell. But um, I wonder, like, is she going to have some, like, is she going to come with the original? Like, or is she just somebody else? What if it's a black Professor X? That would be, be like, bitch, I had the same idea. The, they need to have the black professor like in there whipping the kitchen up. Like he needs to be in there cooking collard greens and, oh and mashed potatoes. Well, what, what, what's that say? Collard greens and mashed potato, bitch. Bitch, if they use um, bitch, and the young nigga, you move that though while the black professor. What the girl? You was over there talking um, what was it? Patois or some shit? Oh, bitch, young nigga, move that though. Remember? Yeah, I, I know, but it didn't sound like you. that. Ain't what you said. Blue, that's you not better what you drag said. me. That's not what she said. Uh. But I'm we're excited about that. I think that's gonna be sickening. I think that's gonna be a sickening um addition. I just hope that Cartoon Network. Oh well, they don't own it no more. Is it Netflix? Shit, really? I think so. I can't remember. Well, whoever. I think it's, I think it's Cartoon Network. It might be Netflix. Netflix is taking over everything. They already trying to do the Magic School Bus. Oh my god, and I'm not appreciative of it. There is another story. <laughs> but um, we got another subject that we want to talk about. And a lot. Someone had actually emailed me this story, and I had seen it on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about this teenage boy, um, this teenage kid. Well, these teenagers had, um, you know, put a noose 
around, around this eight year old boy. I don't think they released his and name. He, no, they have not released his name. Okay. But the parent on did she did go off on Facebook. Yeah, she did. And because we are in Trump's America. She, that's what they said. Like that's it, what they saying, girl. It, and Maybe. she was she has said, So my son is being flown to Dartmouth after a fourteen year old kid decided to hang him from a tree. From uh, hang him from a tree. I don't care if this was so called accident or not. My son almost died because of some little shit teenage kids. They blotted it out. Mm-hmm. It's doing okay. Just keep. She said, "I'm doing okay." I guess she said, "I'm doing okay." Oh, okay. They blocked his they name. They blocked out. his name out. They it's said, doing okay. okay. Just keep him keep in him your, your prayers. prayers. So I mean, from the the kids report, like pe- people who are around there. Um, they they were saying that girl he was they were throwing racial epithets at him mm. and they were they were just like girl come on let's do it and they took the rope and just got on a fucking bench or, or table and shit and just hung him from a motherfucking tree he, he, they say he swung fucking three times oh my god before he was able to move that shit off his fucking neck so NH one reports that a Claremont uh, NH I think in New Hampshire yeah boy had flown to Dartmouth Hitchcock Medical Center after one of more teens decided to hang him from a tree with a rope. The boy's mother, Cassandra Marilyn, posted a horrific photo of her of her baby's neck on Facebook and even gave the those responsible the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so some of some or all of the teens allegedly stepped up on a picnic table and grabbed a nearby rope that had been a part of a tire swing. The teenagers, uh, I guess, allegedly said, "Look at this," supposedly putting the rope around their necks. Uh, one boy said to her, "I mean, let's do this," and they pushed him off the picnic table and hung him. So, and what did she say? She said, I am upset and sad and angry about how the police and city officials have chosen to play this. So, okay, so Chief... Said Kendra Coburn of the Upper Valley chapter of showing up for racial justice. So, it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. But there was somebody in the um, in the community just saying, hey, this this the police department is not doing their job to find out like what's going right, on. Right, they're and not... The police department said they're not releasing no names. Nothing. Right now they're, they're not releasing any specific information. That's where people are like, we know you can't release names or whatever, but at least release some information. And I guess the chief is just like, girl, we doubt that it's racially motivated, blah, blah, blah. And it, it seems like they're not doing as much as they could be doing when it comes to solving this type of trash shit. So and the, so we're trying to hold their ass accountable. So the chief said, Chief Chase confirmed that no other information will be released about the case, including whether it was racially motivated. And and um, I think there were some statistics about the fact that, girl, they live in a town where it's almost 100% like, white. I, yeah, I think it's like 9% or less. I think it's less than I, 1% that is black. Yeah, less than one. I think it was 0.6% that was mm-hmm. black. And so it's just like that obviously I'm sure has a lot to do with how they're handling this case. And the fact that they're, tr- they're, they're trying to They're saying it wasn't things. racially motivated, but we have a noose and it's a biracial eight-year-old. So I'm just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what y'all telling me. Um, police department, I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm demanding that y'all, somebody hold them accountable because this is trash. An eight-year-old boy, how, eight-year-old boy. And this is in New Hampshire. Like, this is in New Hampshire, so this is up north. And that's why I don't get why, like, y'all talking about, why y'all complaining? Why y'all complaining? And that's the same trash-ass conversation that y'all were having with PewDiePie ass. Oh, God. The same trash-ass conversation that I'm talking Oh, my God, it's just a word. Well, if it's just a word, I mean, y'all talk about it's just a word, and y'all, y- y'all have used that same word to dehumanize and degrade black people. It's not just a fucking word. Otherwise, you wouldn't use it negatively. You wouldn't use it in a negative connotation if it's just a goddamn word. 
So I, I mean, so PewDiePie came up and he was he, he was playing a game or something. Yeah, he live. was playing a game, and, and this is not the first time he's done something like that. So they put up receipts of him doing it other times. Yeah, he, this is not the first time he's done shit like that. And we already not any fans of PewDiePie. Period. The PewDiePie. way that he's been trash and problematic and caused YouTube to go in flux and trash. Yeah, it, 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 after his incident and him um, saying we made a joke about Jewish people. Yeah, he did. And um, it, it and, and trash pranks and, and oh shit like my that. gosh, and that just started the firestorm of YouTube. You know, going through this, I knew it eventually happened, but PewDiePie it, it, like it was a spark. Yes, he was. I I would have been. They could have easily implemented it if it was not him. But now they have to just drop it like, oh, girl, we have got to fix this. Yeah. And things have not been the same since. It have not been the same. And there's no guarantee to even get back get to back where to was it was at. Right. So um, PewDiePie was on, he was playing a game and I just said it. And, you know, white people came to defense. Oh, you know, it slipped out. I have never, Justin James has never used a racial epithet. Out of frustration. Mad, out of frustration when I'm mad or anything. I've never done that. I won't. I don't. I just don't do that. If I'm not a part of the, the, the group or race, I'm not going to use it. Especially if I'm, oh, I'm frustrated. I'm just going to be racially insensitive to other. Like, I just don't understand how people can come up here and def- and, it, and it would be white people coming out here as if they were the one who would be affected by the use of the word. Mm-hmm. And it's just. It started it's a conversation so on Twitter. Yeah, it was on social media because people were saying, like, there was a thread saying, "Hey, it's so easy if you're not, you know, if you're not black, don't use the word." Right. It's That's just it. very simple. But like we've said before, like white people just feel like they want to be included. Like I don't like. How can I not be a part of this? I'm usually a part of everything. everything. I own everything. So okay. why am I not allowed to say it? Girl, then? giving me apocalypse tea. Uh, from everything they built. Girl, you built everything almost on the backs of us. So I mean, <laughs> you can leave your luggage. <laughs> so I just that's one thing I don't understand. It's just like if y'all are y'all love to use this thing. Oh my goodness, don't say it. No one should be allowed to say it. No. So why are you over here defending his use of it? That's what I said in my video. And that's all I have to tell to you, okay? But where? But uh, it's PewDiePie. It's it's PewDiePie. So I mean, yeah. So I don't know what else to to tell him. So not at all. <laughs> but we'll be right back after this quick break. So for our doing it for the culture segment, we have our girl Sloane Stevens. She was she was slamming some balls. <laughs> <laughs> she sure was. She sure was. So um. I think Sloane Stevens was the perfect person for um, doing it for the culture. Well, we agree both. Right. Just seeing how she was asked by the reporter, um, girl, how does it feel to win? Are you hungry to win again? She said, girl, she said, girl, girl, yes. And she, she said it just like that. She said, do you see that check they gave me? Like, <laughs> shit. I thought she was going to say shit. Right, Man, right. Shit. So, but- she she's completely before we get into like mm-hmm. but she's completely herself in front of these cameras and impress people and I love that about her so far like I love that about her she's just like she's talking how she wants to talk she already knows she has the skills she has mm-hmm. the passion she you know what I mean she's that girl in tennis so she's just gonna be herself and and that's what I I really like about her so we really like her so for our doing it for the culture segment we highlight people that are doing things in the community yes. in, in any type of way in the black community making strides. 
uplifting our people, mm-hmm. educating Black our excellence. people, every yeah. all of that. So um, we chose Sloan. We normally we like to do um, people that are unknown, mm-hmm. um, people who don't get their shine all the time. But Sloan, I felt like hasn't gotten their shine, shine, yeah, 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 yeah. Re- until recently. Mm-hmm. So she like everything about her energy. It's just everything. She made me actually interested to watch tennis. Right. Like seeing her, I was like, okay, I might check this out. I see why my friends be, you know, watching hyped tennis. Hyped up about it. Hyped up about listening to it. And I want to put out there also, if you have um, anybody who you think is doing it for the culture, especially people who are known, we, we want to make sure that we are sharing our platform. Um, if you see anybody who's really doing it for the culture out here, making strides, as, as Justin said, black excellence, we go ahead and email that stuff to us at hello at ForTheCulturePodcast.com so we can go ahead. And you never know, they might be sh- shout out on our on our ep- new episode. You yes, never know. It, it might be you, girl. You never know it, honey. Your friend might be listening to it. Okay, and shout you out. Okay, yeah. so um, on August 1st, after her first round loss at the City Open in Washington, which was her first, was which her second straight defeat, after coming back from a foot injury, she had sidelined her for sidelined her for nearly a year. Sloan Stevens sat in the front of the press and said, eventually, I will beat someone. So that that just shows you how far she has come. She said, eventually, I will beat someone. And that someone was Venus uh, Williams. Like two, like, I think there was... Oh, shit. I think, yeah, I think she was going, I think... If I'm if I'm right, Charlie, I'm this is my first time like paying attention to tennis. Yes, please. But uh, you know, Serena is pregnant. Queen Serena is pregnant. So well, she, she had, was pregnant. She gave birth. So right, right, she's right. not in it right now. Congrats. And so she said, "Girl, I'm gonna sit down, girl, but I'm gonna let the next sis just take over, girl." Mm-hmm. And um, she said, "I mean, in a dramatic comeback from a serious uh, injury." You know, Sloane Stevens beat her fellow American, Madison Keys, to win the women's singles final at the U.S. Open. And I think it's been a long while since anyone who's not named Venus or Serena has won the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open. So it's just like, so I mean. Another it, black person coming. Uh, Serena said, girl, I'm going to sit down, but girl, I'm, I'm Khaleesi. <laughs> right. But I'm going to sit down, girl, and, and see what the fuck happened. And another sickening black woman came up there and dragged you bitches? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Mm. I don't know what to tell you, but I am very um, excited that we are over here highlighting the talent mm-hmm. and um, and and the discipline that it takes to really do some shit like this. Okay. And, and to and she come she came back from injuries and she has said, you know, eventually she kept that she kept that um, well she she kept yeah, that yeah. motivation. She mm-hmm. kept that passion, and um, she said she kept working. And that's why I, I, I see that ambition. In okay. She is 24 years old. She knows the road ahead is long. Of course, there's different moments. And I'm sure after this, there will be a lot of difficult moments, she told the Times. Continue to play more tournaments. Continue to China. There are going to be struggle moments. But if you keep a good attitude, it will all eventually come together. Whether things lead here, who knows? Her game has room, room to grow, but she is all to an, an extraordinary start. So she sure is. She's like she's really doing it for the culture. Like she's doing it for herself, but she's also doing it for the culture because that what she's doing is inspiring other black girls to hey, that can be me. Yeah, that's true. And Venus and Serena have been doing that, but just to see another black girl Girl. say, "Girl, it's just because Serena and Venus have made their their names known like that." But it's just like okay, but now you have another black girl, so it's just like okay. So, you know, it's not a one in a million time thing, Mm -hmm, but it's just like, girl, we're out here. It's not like we're just. Um, you know, like it's just a like you said, a once in a lifetime type of shit. It's like no, bitch, we are capable, and and that's what 
I think is the the lesson and it's it's a very valuable thing to see on TV, especially as you said, like black girls can can sit up here and, and look at different role models. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I really like the fact that she is out here slaying the sisters, slaying the girls. Okay, so thank you, Sloan girl. Like congratulations on your win and thank you for doing it for the culture. So this is our Letters from the Culture segment, where if you want us to read your emails or you want some advice or anything, you can go ahead and email us at hello at forthculturepodcast.com. And this message says, I would love to hear your opinion about light-skinned women who feel as if they aren't black enough. I'm a light-skinned girl myself, and a lot of the times, I feel as if a dark-skinned man would get dragged for dating me. I'm scared someone will call him, uh, it says coin, but I'm sure she meant coon. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she meant coon. She typed on an Apple iPhone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to change. It, yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm scared someone will call him a coon because I'm light-skinned and he's with me. I feel like we've gotten a, a lot of people who say that they don't feel like, like a lot of, like a lot of times, like, like light-skinned people may feel like the black community may not view them as black enough. And I'm just like, I don't know exactly what to say or, like, exactly how to help you simply because I'm not a light-skinned person. Mm -hmm. But I think that with everything, it's going to have to start with you building up yourself slowly, slowly with your own Mm self-esteem so that you'll be able to go out in the world and, and handle certain situations. I don't think... Well, I think that maybe you're you're prioritizing this whole dating thing and maybe it starts a little deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Like just because you, you said, okay, well, I feel like he'll get he'll get dragged because other people view, may view him as a coon, blah, blah, blah. But it may be, I mean... I don't see nobody calling a dark-skinned man dating a light-skinned coon. I don't see that. I don't I see, see if, you know, if... I, I don't I don't see that. But I do think sometimes it depends on what the dark skinned man is saying, what's his like personality. Is he out here telling like black women that they need to be out here being natural and then you need they need to accept their blackness and um, you know is he out here like telling people to like date dark skinned women and like you're sitting here with a light skinned woman. The same thing that they that black women dragged, um what's our rapper name? Uh, Kendra Lamar, when he said he wants something that's not photoshopped and all this type oh, of stuff. Oh, oh, oh. But then you're talking to this girl who is like what they perceive as the definition of beauty. Okay. And she has all this. So, like, don't tell us when your ass ain't even doing this shit. Mm. And don't tell us what we like. We ain't doing this shit for you. We ain't wearing makeup and stuff for you. So, I think it's all on the black man's perspective. I don't think you get called um, a a coon or anything or like anti-black because of that I think it's your your personality and how you act and how you respond to things and people are gonna say stuff regardless they're okay. gonna say shit regardless okay I see what you're saying that mm-hmm. he may he may um, people may interpret him as ignoring the dark-skinned woman just mm-hmm. because he's with a light-skinned woman mm-hmm. okay I, I, I can see now what she's talking about mm-hmm. but um, you do get men who you, you do know, have certain men who do that. You do, but you do get some. You get some light skinned women who who wants a dark skinned man. And sometimes you get a light skinned man who wants a dark skinned woman. But I think because the levels of colorism have like, like colorism has been like that. Oh, she's it's just been trash. trash. All it's, over the place. So it's just like we 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 for a long time seen that like beauty is just you know, have light skin, straight hair. Okay. Okay. This. So she doesn't want. She wants love. Like I want to ask her. She's dating a dark skinned man. She says she's dating him. She says she's. She, if she does date a dark skinned man, she's scared that she would be called 
or, or he would be called a coon because he's the one dating her. And be, I'm, I'm guessing it's because of the standards of beauty, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if people don't know him and if, if, if his actions are speaking like he, he only has a regard for um, people who are light-skinned, then that would possibly be a, a concern. Mm-hmm. But if he's, you know, if he's demonstrated that he is not ignorant, I, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Even if other people may say shit, I, I think that you have to be confident. You have to make sure, first of all, that he is not ignorant. But you have to be confident in what, you've been, what you're building with this person to know that, okay, girl, even if people say shit, he, I know that he's not. I think just, that's what I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know how else to respond to it because I'm not a light-skinned person. But I just I just think personally, just, girl, don't give a damn. Uh, just, I mean, people going to say what they say regardless. As long as you know in your heart that this man is just not talking to you right. because you're a light-skinned woman. Mm-hmm. But loving you because of your personality and more than just that, and he's attracted to you. Everything about you, and right? He accepts the fact that you are black because you are still a black woman, regardless, right? Uh, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't press about it, I wouldn't worry about it too much. The, like, get that black team and be like, listen, don't, don't worry about that shit. Like, yes, this is my man, but I think you have to be careful sometimes. You won't be, you want your man to be no Tyrese Gibson. You don't want your man to be fetishizing you, right? Yes, right. Because you do have some men out here like that, and you know, try to speak for women and stuff, and what they need, mm-hmm. like Tyrese be doing. I can imagine it might be difficult to decipher the two though sometimes. Yeah, but I, but I think it. I think if the perception, mm-hmm. like I think this perception, like some people might tell me that I don't like light skinned people, or well, Justin doesn't like date light skin. Like, no, I've dated light skinned people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dated like a light skinned man before, and. That's a whole nother subject. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I about to spill my own tea, but I don't. Uh, I'm not gonna sit up and say I don't see color. Okay. <laughs> I won't. But I do. You're not gonna see... sit up here and say you don't see the implications. Yeah. yeah if yeah, I date yeah. a person that yeah, yeah, you know yeah. is, that is light skin and you know straight hair and all that type of stuff, but I love who you don't choose who you love. I think that's you know you're gonna love who you are. But if you are specifically weeding out people yeah, because they look the like that and trying to lie and say that it's your um. Yeah, preference or preference, whatever. Okay, it's just like girl, there are deeper things to unpack here. Yeah, there is. So, girl, don't be pressed about that. Move on. You know, find your man that loves you for who you are. And understand. Have the conversation. Ask him. You know, and don't worry about fuck what everybody gonna say because they're gonna talk about you regardless. Yeah. As long as you know in your heart that that's not what it is, you can defend that to the like to the highest. Right. Off, like so, girl. That's what it is. So I have another letter. Did you, get my, Did you le- get my May twenty third letter? My letter that I sent. <laughs> so, dear for the culture podcast, I need your advice. My mom just found that I am gay, and I feel terrible. First off, my family are the exact type of Christians that you all talk about in your videos, Damn. which are exactly why I've hidden this past of me um, from them. I felt that social media was the only place I can express my true self without my family finding out. Which is funny because this is the exact. This is um, exactly how they found out. I've shut them out of my life since I graduated from high school, and I only talk to my mom like once every two weeks. All of my family live in Louisiana, and I've moved two states so so far to avoid them. The plan was to go back to Louisiana in May because I won't have a job, and then to reconcile with them. But after this, I just don't think it's possible. I honestly don't know what to do. My mom is breaking down, and I feel so bad. I never thought I'd make her cry and experience so much pain. Right now, I just feel like shutting everyone completely out of my life. So it sounds like we're dealing with a black young man that is in a very strong Christian 
household. And from your, from what you read, do you think that he is like dependent on his parents? That he, uh, you say he's he, moved he two like, states, so he, he and he hasn't like talked to his family, so he's fine. I he's mean, not not fine, fine financially, but fine financially. But we do. There is a certain type of parents who will use. Finances, finances and to what keep, they gave you to keep you because my parents did that a little bit. You know, they told me, "Hey, um, if you don't do this, I'm gonna kick you out of my house." So that takes away me having somewhere to sleep, mm-hmm. and you know, and do anything. Um, and a lot of parents do that, and it is it's difficult because it's just like you want to live your life and you want to be normal, uh, and just be a person, be a person. But you can't do it because it's, these people want you to live a certain way, and it's just like don't bring that in my household type of shit. Ooh, girl, I hate girl. it. I hate it. And the only thing they think about is sex. But I still have attractions to the same sex, same gender, mm-hmm. under your roof. Like, it's just not going to go away. I dealt with it in, um, in, in, in middle school. So, what would I do? How do you... What, religious parents. Oh, that's you. Ugh, that's me. I have super, super, super religious um, parents. Well, my mom is the only parent that matters right now. I'm <laughs> going to continue to matter right now. Um... But I guess for me, I had grown up with such a difficult, like what, like I, my childhood was very difficult. Like dealing with me being gay, dealing with my my parents being, you know, really religious. That I had to go through a lot of shit. I had to go through a lot of turmoil, some trauma. So I guess when he says his mother was crying and shit, it's just like you, ma, like. My mother could not cry about my situation as much as I had cried about it. I'm so, say that a lot. So once I saw her crying, it was just like, girl, really? <laughs> girl. Really? So that's why I couldn't take it serious. I couldn't take it seriously. Like, I don't like seeing my mom cry at all. I, I don't... I but mean, you think there's like a mechanism that, that you like used a, to like, you're hurting me, so you need to stop. No, I think she's actually... I think she was actually shocked and hurt. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I didn't have any... I didn't have anything left in me to give to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you go... You, go, you gonna do like, what to who? Right. <laughs> Let's find out and see. You gonna have to... De- you gonna have to deal with it, I guess, in your own space and time like I did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I had to find a way alone to deal with... Girl, I'm gay. Damn, that's and I'm in a religious household. Damn, times two. Mm-hmm. So it's hey, like, <laughs> I mean, I I didn't have. I'm not gonna say sympathy, but I didn't have room, and I'm not gonna sit up here and cry with you as you're crying about me being gay, just as I I'm coming into myself. Mm. So I can understand that people are not at that level of that place yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they see their mom crying, they see their family members crying. They're just like, oh my god, I can't. But the thing is, I feel like you have to understand that if you keep sacrificing your emotional health for other people, you are going to waste away. Do you think it's important to come out to family? Close family, like immediate family, like mother and father, brother, sister, type situation? I want to say I, there are people living in different countries, there are people living in different mm-hmm. environments. I want to say you got to be safe and you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. You got to be safe. I'm not going to tell a 16-year-old to say, oh, girl, just come out. Just do what you got to yeah. do. And then they be kicked out on the street. You it know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't work like that in a lot of situations. Yeah, because we just lost a Jamaican um, activist in Jamaica um, who, who was queer, and he was killed. Yeah. So it's just like, I can't sit up here and say there's a, a black and white time. Oh, yes, girl, you got to come out. Like, so I'm I think you got to play the game. Yes. To As get a, to a safe location. You have to. 
and I, it's trash. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to, but we're your, living in this world. Yeah, your life is your priority. But, you know, sometimes if you want to, you know, you want to be that person and say, hey, I'm Fuck going it. to yeah. die for this. Some some people are willing to do that. Some people are willing to do that. And if that's you, then I then do what you have to do. But I'm I I would feel I would feel like it would be irresponsible for me to sit up here and say, "Well, girl, yes, you have to live in your truth a hundred percent of the time, yeah. girl. You gotta come out as soon as you know you mm-hmm. get no, girl. I want the Adrian Army and the Jays or whoever, everybody listening. I want everybody to be safe. That's the first priority. For the culture, right. be safe for the culture. That's that's my priority. So if I was um if I was you, I would um. It seems like he's in a situation like he's financially stable. So I, think I would he say, is. just I actually know this person. Okay, okay. I actually know this person. Now that I think about it, so um, just put your cards on the table. Yeah, so I actually followed. I think his name is Tristan. He his name is Tristan. T R E S T A N. Um, and Tristan's doing very well. I've been paying attention to him. And this is a situation that he's been dealing with for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I think just seeing him just grow up and just, like, like I'm not bothered by that. Like, I, family is important, but don't don't let them be the death of you. Yep. Don't set yourself on fire to keep their ass warm. Ooh, shit. Like, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to sacrifice my well-being for you to be happy and comfortable. I'm just not going to do that because I'm not happy and comfortable. And you're projecting your... Your thoughts of what you think it, and they're stupid ass thoughts. Yeah, because you're only thinking about sex. Nine times out of ten, when somebody's thinking about somebody loving like the same gender, mm-hmm. or they're thinking on trans, they're thinking about or non-binary, and they're thinking about their sexual lives, what they're doing. That's like because they don't understand it. And I will tell everyone that humans are very terrified of the unknown. That's why motherfuckers are scared of the dark. That, like we me. don't. It's not like because I am too. I bitch, hate I, the dark. I, listen, turn I, on this motherfucking light. I will turn on the light in a minute. It's, it's not that you can see what's going on when the light is on, but it's off. It's like ain't nothing changed, but it's the fear of you not, not knowing, knowing what, what is there. Is. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be something there, but right. bitch, you don't know. <laughs> That's why, like, it's hard to make decisions and and do things and make like make moves because sometimes, you're like, girl, I don't know what's gonna happen, but sometimes you have to say, girl, fuck it, I'm gonna make it happen, and that's exactly what um. My guy um, seems to be doing like just make it happen. Just say, girl, you know, I love you. I love my mother. I'm hurt by this, but at the same time, I, she's I gonna have to, to get over it. Right. Like I'm gonna getting old. Like, I got over this shit too. Yes. So you gonna be fine. <laughs> you gonna be okay, sis. You gonna be fine. And that's my that was my thinking too. Like, girl, I wasn't crying every goddamn night in the bathroom and shit, fucked mm-hmm. up about shit, just for you to be crying in my face now. Like you, the one who has to deal with the shit. Yeah, because I I know people who personally have, um, you know cut themselves yeah because of situations like this like they just don't know what to do um it's it's a lot like being black and gay and being in a religious household and you feel like you can't be that person you or you have to not not even just being gay that can be implied with you know you're just not being as religious or or, or religious at all. or you're not not be, um doing what your parents think you're supposed to do like tradition I, type of team following yeah. the tradition um and doing like like I expect you to be in college. Like I, what are you doing? Like you're not in college, and Suzanne's child is in college, and she, you know, her son is graduating, and magna cum laude, and he's working this. But girl, like he can be at home beating the shit out of his wife. Shit. And you don't know it. Like you cannot look at it's so many, it's so many things, so many ways to, to describe situation. But like you cannot let your parents like. Your people, your family members. If you are able to, because this, this yes. person is in a financial yes. position to be able to do this shit. But sometimes you have to take that power away from their ass. Yeah. 
So, that's that's a whole nother that's, podcast. That's a whole nother. But it some is. people, y'all have to like. Are you getting gifts and gifts and gifts and shit, girl? What does? Yeah, it's free, but what price does it hold? Mm-hmm. Like they give you a bunch of shit. Make like, girl, is the shit in your name? Like, mm-hmm. or is it in theirs? Like, those are things you have to think about. Some things can be let go. Yeah, yeah. I, I I let go of I let go of um a whole apartment. I was like, girl, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh my gosh. But even though I've had you know, a couple of bumps in the road, even just being in Atlanta, I will say I'm more happy here and where I'm at in my life now than I was two years ago. Than you would be probably. If yes, you because it was just stressful. It was stressful. So, um, Tristan, I hope everything is working out for you. I hope I know that you're like you're a strong person. You're doing it. Uh, but you know you're financially able to to make these decisions, um, and you're doing the damn thing. So you know you. Like even though you've moved on from your family, out from your family, like I would still keep a, some type of line of communication with them just to let them know, girl, this is what it is. Like I'm gonna live my life for me. Right. So you gonna hop on board, or do I need to continue to keep, you know, keep it pushing? Mm-hmm. Because especially if he's in the situation that not have to be under their household, they're like, girl, you are gonna either be for me, or we just gonna have to move on. Right. But I think we're so taught like, oh, family is everything. Family is blood, fire and blood. All that, girl, no man, fire and ice, bitch. So I'm leaving I'm your gonna, ass on the iceberg. Bitch, don't freeze your ass. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for it. So and, and I feel like, as you said, some people, like some people who are guardians or parents, know that they have certain amounts of control just because of what's going on, like just because of finances and shit like that. But when when you like I did when you work to be independent. And she's like, girl, they can't tell you shit. Mm-hmm. They can't tell you it shit. It is hard. It is hard. I'm in that situation. So. Well, I was in that situation. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't do things. But, you know, that's that's my uh, response to you, um, homeboy. I hope, you, <laughs> I hope you take heed to what me and Adrian said and, you know, make your decision for the culture. Yes, God. So this is our last segment, our message for the culture. As you can see, we have a trend of um, doing it for the culture, yes. letters from the culture, and the message for the culture, because we're doing all this for what? The culture, girl! For the culture podcast, okay? <laughs> so my message from Justin, okay, mm-hmm. um, is just piggybacking off of what the last listener letter, the letters from the culture that we responded to, mm-hmm. and um, just do it. Fuck it and do it. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but there are some situations where you just like, girl, I don't know, do it, like, am I going to make it? Sometimes you got to just say, fuck it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to get that shit done. Um, cause the reason why I can speak to that is because there have been situations where I've said, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this shit, I don't know, like, there's a lot of things that scare me from going to the next level, but I just said, fuck it. Sometimes when you have that, that, that mindset of saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like, doors open for you and things happen that did not happen. It's, I feel like there is some type of energy. We all are atoms anyway. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when we put this energy out, and it has to be strong. Like, who, whatever the universe has to see, like, that you really want the shit. And that you're also ready to sacrifice something to see if you're going to get it. And that is some trash shit, bitch. That's some trash shit. Um... But sometimes when you do that, like, I sacrificed a sickening-ass apartment that was <laughs> up, that I had in Memphis, Tennessee, um, for, I didn't know where I was going to be at. Yeah, I can understand that shit. So for stability on being able to do what I want and what I love to do without being stressed out and living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I hated that. Like, even though now, right now, I consider myself living from paycheck to paycheck <laughs> in some sort of way, uh, but I'm more happy. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm you, less you stressed. You should wake up and be like, oh, girl, even though it's, it's a little difficult, I still enjoy what I do. Exactly. And not saying that's different for everybody. That's different. There might be someone who might be a school teacher and say, hey, you know what? This pay is trash, but I love I teaching these kids I, of the future. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. the future, I love like being like making these folks because there are a lot of teachers that I had in high school. I can go back and say, hey, you know, you kept me. You give me them three points, and algebra two kept me from repeating the class and kept me graduating. Mm-hmm. I still have um, nightmares about failing high school, so Damn. that's my message for the culture. It's interesting. <laughs> we both um, came up with similar messages. The power of two. Oh, <laughs> But I, mine was to, uh, take that risk because um, I did a live stream about this on YouTube. I was like, oh, girl, I need to take my th- this risk. This, I, there, I'm weighing a lot of options. I'm just What is this risk? I'm sis? nervous. I need to take my ass to Atlanta. I need to move to Atlanta. <laughs> um, but I guess it's kind of like a message to me, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, things may be a little. I, I, I'm a control freak. I, I like to have things a certain way, a certain time, all the fucking time. So it's just like, girl, you're going to have to accept certain you're going to have to accept that there are some unknowns, unknowns mm-hmm. in life. And it's it's not just in this situation. It's in your fucking life. It's, I mean, it's never going to go away because you, you're not a god, so you can't control everything. So um, so that that would be my message. Take that calculated risk. I'm not saying be a dumbass. <laughs> I like how you say a calculated risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not saying be, a, you know, just ignorant. But, you know, nothing... What the, what the host said? No pain, no gain type of tease? No shit. Uh, no, nothing but a, um, nothing. My mother and father always say nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. Oh, shit. So you can keep sleeping on their project and saying, girl. Okay, girl, damn. But, I wish I did it. Oh. Bitch, but you ain't doing them a dream in that motherfucker. True. Come a dream. <laughs> dream. <laughs> Bitch, let me stop for SoundCloud. Ty got shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's going on here? All right. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. But, um... That was a cute message. It was a cute. I, I like this little cute I like, little segment. I do. Message for the culture. I love it. it. I think it applies to everyday life. Even listening to myself saying it, it's like speaking it, and it's to existing. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So we want to thank you guys for, as usual, joining us for this sickening ass episode of For the Culture Podcast. Girl, tell your friends, tell your buddies, tell your mommy, tell your coworkers. Yes. Tell everybody we are out here doing it. For, for the, the culture, culture. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so make sure you're checking out fortheculturepodcast.com and make sure you are sending those messages for the culture at hello at fortheculturepodcast.com. Yes, and also, uh, if you see, as I said, if you see anyone doing it for the culture, we would love to, you know, sh- share our platform and shout them out because this is the whole point of what we're doing, okay? So we're going to twerk on out to the sickening ass beat. Okay. Hey! Oh, bye, bitches! <laughs> yes! <laughs>